Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back to day zero with a core four horsemen of the um, great rebirth instead of the great reset. We are here with X Cube 420. How are you doing, X Cubed? Excellent day. And Corey Hughes. How are you doing, Corey? I'm good. Thank you. And Charlie Robinson. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm fine. Let's get weird, shall we? Let's get weird. And I'm here with everybody as well, Lindsay Sharman. And uh, I wasn't here last week, so I'm glad to be back with everybody. I don't know what you all talked about. It was fantastic. I was in the Pacific Northwest, if people don't know. And I don't talk about people like, yeah, but where? And I'm like, I don't talk about it because it's too pretty for you. I don't don't want you to know because then you'll go and enough people have already gone. Uh, But I was very lucky. It's not the best time to visit the Pacific Northwest. It's winter, so it's often rainy and cold and miserable. But my aunt was going for whatever reason. So I was like, well, I'll go too. We'll have a little mini family reunion. And then uh, the sun was out every single day. It was crazy. It was cold still, but it was like beautiful. So I was very lucky. Thanks for Family reunion. That's just pretty good. Mini family reunion. She actually, (laughs) it's actually funny because I landed, I turned my phone off, you know, back on off of airplane mode. And my mom texts me, oh, your aunt can't make it. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's still cool, but she was like the reason that I went and then she didn't even come. <laughs> were you hunting Bigfoot? Is that what you were really doing? Be I've honest. been hunting Bigfoot my whole is, life. Is it season? <laughs> is, it, is it Bigfoot season then? Always I don't Bigfoot know. Season. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Always in season. Okay. It's not like a cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> They're good all year round. It's weird, actually. My mom They're was like eating. asking me about Bigfoot. So I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, let's talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> You did. You did tell her it was interdimensional, right? I did. This is why okay. we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told her all my theories. I'm like, you asked, so here, here we go. It's like, man, it's like, man, she is insane. What is she talking? Yeah, about? I got She's the like, inside track. <laughs> I knew she was crazy, but all, all things Bigfoot because Tony Merkel is my partner on macroaggressions, and so um, he's got the confessionals, and they're talking about Bigfoot and interdimensional Bigfoot. And, going out and doing, you know, people that have had encounters and everything. So whenever I have any Bigfoot related questions, I just run them up. Tony lets me know what's what. 
Has he ever told you of Bigfoot's pendulous dong? I've heard of this pendulous <laughs> dong, yes. This is you have to use the word pendulous or else yeah. you're not doing it yeah, justice. Yeah. So I don't I don't buy for a moment the interdimensional Bigfoot nonsense. It's ridiculous. And, he's but, interdimensional. But I'll, Stop, I'll, man. I'll tell I mean, you, he's blurry in every photograph. Why are you a <laughs> It's because the cameras are blurry. So <laughs> Um, it's called a big but Chris camera. interviewed a guy on Forbidden Knowledge News a while back that talked about when you when he did filming of the of the like the sky and photographs in infrared, it brings up these images of like these big floating jellyfish that are like just hovering like in our atmosphere oh, yeah. that are only visible on infrared. And so I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of funny, and I kind of just chalked it off. Then I stumble across a book from 1974 that's all about it. It's got dozens of photographs of these like space jellyfish that are just floating above us, all taken with infrared cameras. So I'm not saying I'm buying all this. I'm saying someone with an infrared camera, go do some research. So Tony was, he filmed a a movie called Expedition Dogman. You can get that on like Amazon and everything. Then he filmed a second one where he went out to Ryan Burns property uh, uh, right next to Skinwalker Ranch. And um, I said like, well, you know, they camp there and they, they're filming a new show. And so they were filming for like five days or something and, uh, and camping out there at night, you know, and doing all kinds of just being around and just paying attention. And I said, do you, do you see any like UFOs or anything? He's like, Oh, every, every night, every night we saw so many. And so like they were talking about that region. We've had Ryan on, on union of the unwanted too, where he's, he's, he's like, dude, my property is so fucking haunted that like where he had a big storage unit or a big, you know, like a, a shipping container that they were using as storage. It was going one direction at night. And then the next morning it was like, turn the other direction. He's like, <laughs> the fuck's going on here. Right. You know, like who's doing this. So Tony and those guys just set up cameras and they were there. I don't, I haven't seen the footage yet. They won't show because they're editing the movie right now. But, uh, uh, then I talked to the director as well. I said, hey, man, I already knew what Tony thought. And I said, did, did you see UFOs? He's like, yeah, we saw so many UFOs at night that we just got bored watching them. You know, I was like, really? He's like, oh, yeah. The whole f-. He's like, the whole place is like like a portal. I was like, what? You know, so it's I, I can't wait for that movie to come out. It's going to be good. Tony said he was just freaked out for five days straight. It was just like crazy shit after crazy shit going on there. I feel it. It sounds like my life. I um, This is the thing that was really cool for me on Back to Bigfoot. I had this uh, custodial technician who I worked with, Pearl Prohoda. Pearl, if you're out there, what's up? Pearl wrote a book, actually. She actually has a doctorate in, I don't know, biology or something. And for some reason, she, she was a custodial technician at my high school just because she wanted to live in that region so that she could go research Bigfoot. So she's living out there. She's researching Bigfoot. This is what I get to discover because I love talking with the janitors. Everyone ignores them. But I'm like, these are actually the coolest people in the school. Uh, And so she's like, yeah, I wrote a book actually on Bigfoot. It's called, I think it's called Orang, Manotang, like Orangotang, Orangotang, but Manotang. So that's Mm -hmm. the name of the book. So you can go read it. But her whole theory that she lays out is that Bigfoot um, are using manganese. Manganese is what many creatures use in order to blend into their environment, like um, octopi and uh, like not geckos, but chameleon and stuff. They use 
they use manganese. And she was saying if you overlay like a map of manganese deposits on land with a map of the most often sightings of Bigfoot, they're like perfect matches. So in this region where I lived, there was big manganese deposits and lots of Bigfoot sightings. So she was out there doing research and that's her book. And that's her theory is like they can just blend in and that's why we don't see them. And they specifically seek out places with high manganese content so that they can remain hidden? Keep So they can keep their uh, supply up so that they can continue to blend in, right? And who knows if oh. it would even be a conscious thing. Like, I don't think that chameleons are like, I've got to blend in. I need to find manganese. But they would be drawn yeah. to it internally right. some for some reason. Yeah. Interesting, so I was like, that's man. pretty cool theory. And she wouldn't come on the show to talk to me about it because I don't know why. She just didn't want to. Maybe she's like, because you're crazier than me. But <laughs> Corey, do you know Ken Schwartz from C60 Purple Power? Yes. You know about his, you, you know, he, he has like communication with big feet in his area or he's moved now, but, but, but a couple years ago he would, he was banging sticks and they were banging back. Now it could have been some other dude who's like a <laughs> nuclear physicist on the other <laughs> side of the mountain banging back and be like, fuck, I'm talking to Bigfoot too. He was <laughs> way up there. For all we like, know, but but Ken swears by it, and I've I'm, and and I've been up into the mountains in this area, kind of where where he's talking about. And I don't know. Have you heard about that? Have you heard um, him talk about Bigfoot? I didn't know about that, but I went up to Ken's place, and it is it, it is mountains. Like it is deep in the mountains. Like he's so high up in the mountains that you get to a valley in the mountains, and this is where the houses are built in this valley up in the mountains. It is wild. Yeah. So. He's a cool dude, man. Yeah. We've done a bunch of podcasts together at his uh, CEO's house up kind of in the mountains as well. She's got a studio. And then we go out to lunch and Ken tells me crazy shit, like all about underground cities and underground bunkers and everything. I'm like, you're the coolest. You're the most interesting dude I've ever <laughs> met in my life. And he's got like a hardcore background. He, he did a, he got his master's dissertation on the earth rotation magnetic the core, you know how the core sort of stopped a couple of weeks ago, or like, like it how how the core happens like every fifty years stops its rotation. I said, Ken, can you explain this? He goes, Oh yeah, I did my master's thesis on it. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, he's so smart, and I just try to not look stupid when we do these shows. But we put him on Rockfin too, and it's fun. If you go back and you go to like my macroaggressions channel and you look for shows that I've done with Ken, just he's the most interesting guy. I think I'm. I've ever met Ken who Ken Schwartz he's the he's the founder of C60 Purple Power which is one of the sponsors of of Forbidden Knowledge News cool. and Chris introduced me to him and he became a sponsor of my show and the dude is just the product I've been taking his products for like three years every single day but also on top of that he's like a nuclear physicist that figured out how to keep himself alive while working with this material, you know, because it's dangerous. And he found this carbon 60 molecule and built it called C60. He's the one who discovered it? No, no. The, oh. the guys that discovered it in the 80s won the Nobel Prize for it. Ah, yeah. That's just Buckminster rad. Fuller theorized about it in the 60s. And then these guys found it in the 80s and won the Nobel Prize. And then Ken figured a way to make this really good C60 to, that so that he and his fellow scientists, nuclear physicists, could take it and work around this material and not die. 
Cause he's Cause like, there's no old timers in this industry. Everybody's huh. dead. Right. You know, yeah. he's like, but they don't die from radiation. They die from x-rays, you know, they die from. And so he's like, we, we found something that helped like the cellular load and it, and it's the C60 stuff. So anyway, like he's a hardcore scientist who just kind of stumbled into this business and he's yeah. fascinating. So we should have him on, we should have like, him on sometime. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll talk, he'll talk to you about the craziest shit you've ever heard. That's rad. That C60 stuff has actually like been shown over and over and over again to have life extending properties, you know, he's it's limited like in what thing. he can say, you know, due to like FDA guidelines and everything, but it is hundreds of times more powerful than the most powerful antioxidant on the market. It's, <laughs> it's, but it's expensive, you know, like you get a big bottle like this, it's 400 bucks, Wow. but it, but like, it take, helps your cells take out the trash. I sound like an ad for it, but, but it's because <laughs> I take it and like, I love it. And my cat, I get my pets, take it too. My cat like licks the spoon and everything. So Aww. it's good for them. You're going to live to like 120 and the cat's going to still be alive. Listen, yeah, I gave it to I don't my know dog if I want for a couple to. months. And it given, got rid of all what given what we're walking into, I don't know if I really want, do we want to be a hundred? Do you execute? You want to be 120? This- Fuck no. I mean, oh. <laughs> I got, I got, I got no, no bone in my careful. body wants to make make it that far. <laughs> You're gonna be getting wheelchaired around and t- through the 15 minute city. That's what's gonna happen. This <laughs> 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 shit. I'm going to Bojangles. We're going up, you know, 200 flights or whatever to get there. You know, take an elevator straight up. It might be a 15 city. foot city by the time yeah. we get to be that age. <laughs> you know, I take yeah. a great amount of comfort in the fact that I only got about 30 years to go. Like I only Let's got go a mission out. for 30 years. Bang. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It might be a 15 foot city. Cause we're all going to be strapped into VR and like, you really don't need to move anymore. You'll just be, you know, fed through a tube and then shitting out a different tube and don't get those mixed mm. up. When I was <laughs> at Narcapulco, I saw a presentation that was showing the, the new version, like the web 3.0. And it was like this, um, it was a book that was written by some doctor and they were doing a, a presentation on it. And it was like a 3d version of the internet. And it's in, and they're like, this is where we're going. We're transitioning into it now. So it's kind of like meta, you know, like with the, the VR goggles and it's kind of like the metaverse, but they were, they were just showing like a different, a whole different version of the internet. And they're like, we're going into this. This is how it's going to look. And I was, dude, it was wild. I don't want to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, want to, I know. That. I can barely keep up with this technology. Well, the thing is, like, um, uh, the big push behind all this stuff is from Meta, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, and like they're failing like on every front. Yeah, um, yeah it's so, not working. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These we live in an era of pipe dreams. Um, the virtual world, um, the COVID passport, the fucking digital currency. These are all. Um, aristocratic pipe dreams that are just never going to come to pass. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. Go ahead. I think, I think the issue with with, with the metaverse right out is that it was like a week into them dropping it. And, you know, kids were getting fornicated, quote unquote, (laughs) digitally fornicated. They're like, damn. I mean, you can't have kids get digitally fornicated within the first week. (laughs) That shit going to fold up. I mean, this is the problem. (laughs) And and Corey Corey can speak to this. As a, as a, as you know, when it comes to technology, the, the 
early adapter driver of this technology is always porn. Yeah. It's yeah. always can porn. Speak to that. <laughs> yeah, why Corey not speak to that? As a fellow dirtbag. No, but I mean, you, you understand as a fellow that, like, there is a component of it that, like, porn will lead the way. Mm-hmm. With, with adapting technology and things like that. So when it comes to this metaverse and whatever, if Facebook was smart, they'd let porn lead the way and then follow right behind them. It's true. Like, this is why we have robots with uh, such nice, touchy-feeling skin and stuff, and they look so realistic, is because people wanted to fuck that, and so then we developed that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like... Yes. Yeah. Every, every... All that technology starts because somebody wants to fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it starts. Like, hmm, how can we apply I'm, this? I don't sex? know, make the rules. <laughs> well, you gotta think... Well, I, got, uh, I mean, it's, it's so accessible now. You just gotta think, you know, thousands of years ago, the only way you could assess porn was... To be like a king or something, you make the slaves go in there and fuck and you watch them. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I mean, that was it. Yeah. I, no, nobody else assessed it. Like, it was not accessible. So, I mean, it's just like only the wealthy people. So, Did I the mean, slaves fight for that job or what? <laughs> ah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna tell, I think I think that they just, you know, checked your member. Um, and then they, if it was to their liking, it's like, okay, now you take her. Now, it could be somebody else's wife within the facility. And, you know, that. That's going to lead to bad blood, but that's neither here nor there. You either do that or you die. I was like, ah, I guess I got to do it. You know? <laughs> well, also, you might die anyway because, like, psychopaths sure. aren't going to stop with just the sexual act. They're going to be like, now kill each other. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so you guys think that the the whole of the economy is just going to crash and burn now that uh, Silicon Valley Bank has run out of cash? No, I didn't even know what it was. I know. No one's ever heard of this bank. I was like, "It's oh, it's the second largest, uh, largest uh, bank dropout." I was like, "Who the fuck are they?" I was like, "Silicon Valley <laughs> Bank is like." From what I've gathered, that's where this... all of the tech people have their money. Yes, te- yeah. There's there's two prongs of this. Yeah, one is that this is where all the tech people have their personal money, but also there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, startup funding that's coming out of this bank 
that isn't mm-hmm. going to be showing up on paychecks for the people that are working in all these startups. So it, it's like a force multiplier where it's not just the banks, it's the companies that draw money from the, this bank that are going to be affected. And so that's going to freak a bunch of people out. Now, listen, it's Silicon Valley. So it's like on some level, I don't think there's going to be as much sympathy for them as as for, say, if it were like Cleveland, Ohio, where it's like, God damn, really? On those people, you're going to fuck them too? You know, <laughs> you can kind of, you can kind of like with Silicon Valley, you can kind of like write it off as like, well, fuck those douchebags. But it's going to really affect a, a t- it, it's going to have like a contagion effect, I'm afraid. And I swear to fucking God, a month ago, I was on the stage at an Arcapulco in my presentation. I said to the crowd there, if you take one thing away from this presentation, get your money out of the goddamn banks. They are all interconnected. It's not your money. You're an unsecured creditor. And if you leave your money in the banks, you are going to lose all of it. When one bank goes, it's going to take them all down. Please get your money out of the fucking banks. So again, we are. wake up. It's, it's, it's coming. Don't like, don't sit around and wait for CNN to tell you like, be fucking proactive. This is a big deal. And if I, if I were just going to like suggest what people put their money into, I would say property every time freezers, generators, large amounts of fuel bullets. Those are the things I put my money into. So I want to, I want to throw in something on here. This is an unexpected perk of this. Um, none of this is going to be a perk. It's going to be brutal. But um, uh, let, let me just uh, explain what's going on in Israel in reference to this. So uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, this is from the AP, uh, said Sunday that government would assess the effect of Silicon Valley Bank's collapse on Israeli companies and determine whether or not to assist them. Israel is home to a vibrant high-tech industry, and local media said Sunday that hundreds of local firms could be exposed to the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Israeli business paper uh, Globes said the bank was considered, quote, the major funding body for Israeli companies, and that its fall was, quote, closing the oxygen pipe for the sector. So, Oh, yeah. shit. That might mm-hmm. be, that might, this bank might be connected to intelligence then. Mm-hmm. If you're you taking it. in that much money from Israel, there's got to be an intelligence component to this. Yep. No wonder Peter Thiel knew to get his money out. <laughs> So what's the game then, though? Like, why they just want to crash the economy? No, these people who were handling the bank were incompetent and more concerned about hiring a bunch of diversity hires. I um, saw that. ESG. ESG. This is going to end badly. All you ESG, you woke environmentalist (laughs) cocksucker. You guys are going to lose your ass on this, and you're going to have it coming to you. This this also helps the the big companies buy up these small companies for pennies on the dollar. Oh, for sure. That's that's the whole premise. That's <laughs> it. Sure. It's just it's just consolidation of wealth again. It's like okay, this is where all the tech startup companies are getting their money. How about we just uh, all of a sudden mismanage funds? You know, uh, right now. Does that sound good? Hey guys, you can go and buy them now. You know, they, they were you know fifty, hundred, two hundred million. You can get it now. <laughs> Five million. You know, cash it out. It'll be yours. You can buy up all these startup companies that are that you know may have value, maybe working on things, may have. Uh, certain people there so so yeah it's it's just more consolidation of wealth that's what the whole past three four years have been has been moving all the wealth to the top that's, that's it i don't give a 50 years it don't, it don't, <laughs> i mean it don't fucking matter what you do they they are gonna figure out how to do the shit because they've got people in the positions to do it we can try to do do the best we can you know maneuver your money in different areas 
but it, I mean, at the end of the day, without a wholesale change in, in the way people actually uh, look at money and, and actually take control of their lives, it's not going to fucking matter because the, the majority of people, but they're mouth breathers. It's just it. You know? It's just mouth breathers I mean, and it doesn't matter. So, but you know, it just is what it is. What we're going to do. It is always, it is always about moving that to the top and it is always this big transfer of wealth. It's just always upwards mm-hmm. and not downwards. Uh, Yo, Tim Jacuzzi yeah. in the chat makes a really good point. That Jim Cramer guy, he's like the mad bunny or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, said, he said bye. He yeah. said bye. <laughs> like, that's not an accident, right? No. He, no. He, he, there is an inverse Jim Cramer ETF that you can buy into, which <laughs> buys the exact opposite of everything that Jim Cramer suggests. That's awesome. They, they just do a reverse on it. And, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It, is, it, is, it has just cleared the last regulatory hurdle, and I think it is now currently available. That's awesome. So you can basically bet, you, you can, if, if this were a craps game and Jim Cramer were the house, you'd be betting, you know, you'd be betting on the, on the pass line and he'd be on the don't pass line. So how is that guy not The opposite of everything he does. It's, <laughs> it's genius because he's so fucking wrong so often that you, that people are starting to go, is he paid to be wrong? Be, because even if he was just flipping a coin, he can't be wrong this often. Is he an op? You know, like, and so people are like, oh, shit, man, let's just like bet everything against him like the exact opposite of everything he does i wonder if we'd be successful and it's like these yes, people are gonna make are. a goddamn <laughs> how fortune. is it that the sec goes after all these crypto promoters who are on youtube promoting bitconnect and everything else but then jim kramer gets up there loses people billions of dollars and like it's just funny. <clears throat> he told people to take a jab but they're low-hanging fruit it, and i think that say, they're a did. threat and i it think that they, they're undercapitalized and you can go after guys like Joby Weeks and do you know, and 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 you can go after Ross Ulbrich at the Silk Road because they don't, you know, they're these just these crypto dorks, and you know, it's just low hanging fruit for them to to target. But I think at some point they're going to have to sort of acknowledge that crypto is not going anywhere. Like it's it's the, it's the not going to be stomped out by the the government, and these people are probably going to need to figure out how to work with the crypto industry and stop trying to put all of them in prison. And, and, and I've had Jeremy Kaufman from Odyssey on talking about this when that when they went after him for the dumbest shit in the world. And he just felt like he was, he spent three years and millions of dollars fighting the feds for library. He's the owner of Odyssey or the C, the CEO of Odyssey library. And uh, they were suing him for like securities fraud. For his his token, you know, for for what he pays, like you to you can buy them or sell them and tip content creators. With, and the SEC is focusing on him for three fucking years on, for the dumbest shit in the world, and they couldn't tell him what his charges were. And it, I mean, it was like the most insane story you've ever heard. And this is one of the guys who's who hosts. You know, I mean, my show. I don't know. Is anyone else on Odyssey? I would assume all of it. I yeah, am. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, and fighting the government over horseshit. It's just well, embarrassing. Here's the biggest problem with crypto in general. Um, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually agree with Gary Gensler in his statement on securities. And basically he said every crypto except for Bitcoin is a security. And I agree 100%. What's, and the, all the, what's, what's the definition of a security? Though? Okay. I wonder what, it, what that is. What's, realistically... Um, 
what a security is, is something that you put money into that you expect to grow in value. Now, that's not the textbook definition of a security, but that's what a security is. Right? Okay. And, and, you, so and, you, and I'm in agreement crypto. too. Most people buy crypto because they think it's going to be worth more in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And the only one of these that had a fair start um, that is functioning at the level it's supposed to be functioning at is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is doing what it's intended to do. You know, but I I think most people buy Bitcoin because they think it's going to be worth more in the future. Mm -hmm. That's correct, but it was never sold in like uh, an initial offering. There was no. It was a fair. When people talk about crypto and a fair start, what you're talking about is the fact that um, there is no initial coin offering, like a, like an IPO with a company. Like Bitcoin didn't have an I, an ICO. Um, Satoshi put out the code, and a couple hundred people hopped up on their computers and started running the system and started to generate the creation of coins. And um, so uh, it, there was no expectation or in, in financial investment. There was no financial investment in Bitcoin for basically two and a half years. You know, it was just a thing on a blip on a computer. So it doesn't meet the definition of security, but every single other one. And, and, and Gensler's reasoning is that um, there is a middleman who uh, controls everything right and so when you invest in one of these coins there's a middleman who's doing the production sale and like there's a, there's middle people focusing there who are going to make some money right so uh every argument that he put forth I, I actually agree with now you can make a lot of money on fucking scams and that's what 90 percent of crypto is um if you have a company and a ceo you're not a cryptocurrency you're a corporate pro it's a corporate product um, Ethereum attempts to distance themselves by, you know, having Vitalik delegated to a lesser role in the organization. But nonetheless, uh, Vitalik speaks and the price of Ethereum does what he says. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, the the idea that these aren't securities has is, is, is always been ridiculous. Mm. Well, on the same day that uh, Silicon Valley Bank crashed, Wells Fargo also had trouble they had incorrect balances or missing transactions and people could not find their money. I don't know what's happened since then. If anybody has, has like received any resolution because it happened on a Friday and people are pointing out uh, the FDIC, I guess, or whatever has, has said before publicly that um, if things are starting to really crash, when are they going to sort of make it known to the public? And they'd say it's going to be on a Friday for obvious reasons, because then the weekend is there to, give us a cool off period before things get really bad, I guess. I don't know. So people are wondering if that's our signal, right? That these two banks well, are having trouble. It was on a Friday. Well, most people ain't got no fucking money no way. So that mm. shit. I mean, what are we Fair. talking about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, most motherfuckers in America are flat fucking broke. Flat broke. That's probably I mean, why they're that's like, why, that's the why people don't care. They're sitting there and they're like, oh, a bank crash? So what? I had fucking 50 cent in it. I mean, I had somebody at my work. They were sitting there telling me, it's like, hey, man, this lets me know my check account's uh, below $10. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You don't need a checking account, dog. You just yeah. need to keep that in the house. What are we talking about? I mean, people are broke. People don't give a fuck about that shit because they broke. The bank, the bank can fail tomorrow. They'd be like, are secretly rooting for it. If we're honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I the mean, reality is, like, if the banks would get wiped out, it might lose a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, most people flat broke. They ain't got no dust, no way. They ain't got no dust to their name. They ain't got no investment. Barely got a piece, a piece of shit car. Barely run. Section eight wick. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about now? If they said no wick. No section eight. Oh, oh okay. Now, now we got now, now, now we're fighting. Things now aren't looking too good. We Can someone help me get some section eight and some wick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you remember when the EBT card went, went yeah. haywire a couple years uh-huh. ago? Yeah, like that's easy. Six hours, people went fucking crazy. That's a good point. Too. Well, I remember um, it was like a year ago. I saw somebody posted on Twitter a fucking receipt that they found at the store that had a seven thousand uh, dollar you know EBT balance. What the hell? Like, yeah, it was like this shit's out of control. So Damn. I want some of that money. Who? What? They must have like forty kids or something. That's crazy. I don't even understand. I don't know. Um, I also, it's weird, but uh, someone's bank has like an app and, you know, they don't even use it except to check the balance, right? But it still like has this nanny state sort of thing in it where it's like, oh, you went out to eat today. You spent like $30 going out to eat today. That's 200% of your budget for this month's meal thing or whatever. And it's like, wait, what? Really? I it like shamed you? Yeah. And That's you didn't even set about. the budget. Holy it sets the budget for you. It's like, here's what you should be doing with your money. By the way, even though you didn't ask me, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to shame you uh, when you. But hey, this. but a lot of folks need that. Okay, I was actually thinking this sounds like a good <laughs> idea for <laughs> <laughs> people. Hey, uh, dumb dumb, our, you're not supposed to spend all your money on comic books. This is hey, like, look, honest, like pay your rent. <laughs> it seems as though the and this is might seem contrary to logic, being that they're a tech company and a bank. But it seems like the most reliable of these banks lately has been Cash App. Um, Cash App particularly has made the purchasing of Bitcoin the easiest like that's ever been in. Oh, yeah. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Straight up. Like, I have... um... My cash app is connected to is my debit card. Bitcoin? That's where lately for the past, like yeah. for the past year or so. Yeah. Before that I was doing, and, just trading altcoins for it. And but, the fees are reasonable on yeah. cash app. That's what you'd expect. You know, you spend a thousand bucks, you pay like 10, 12 bucks in fees. Not, not horrible, you know? Okay. So it's not bad, but like uh, between that and uh, the fact that you can get direct deposit and all that stuff, it's like these irregular banks don't even seem to need to exist anymore. Good. The, yeah. the, the fewer banks, the better. Fuck them. Cool. They should all go out of business. One thing that's disappointing is that there was a big push for um, crypto lending uh, and not like BitConnect. I mean, like Salt. So Salt had an incredible uh, – Salt is about to go under if they haven't gone under yet. Um, but Salt basically 
if you have a bunch of Bitcoin, you don't want to spend your Bitcoin. You put your Bitcoin up in their account to, to hold, for them to hold, and then they give you cash, and then you can pay back the loan in cash, so you don't have to ever spend. Your oh Bitcoin. yeah, no, and that's then, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be real popular when you've got a million dollar Bitcoin or whatever. You know what I mean? That's, going, that's I'm true. never selling this, but I want to be able to live from it, hmm. live off of it, or borrow against it. But I think see, I the companies that are engaged in that are really all falling popular. apart. Um, with the, with the FTX collapse, uh, everybody was tied up in this nonsensical fucking DeFi, and so uh, yeah, it's gonna shake a lot of hand. people out, man. Like that DeFi thing where it's like lend your crypto, everything. Remember, you and I talked about that before. I was like, dude, this feels like a fucking carnival game. Yeah, so DeFi is basically an exact. It's a, it's a it's a modified copy of BitConnect, and everyone bags on BitConnect and BitConnect at the time was like cutting edge like everyone said it was a scam but it was literally if you if it, there was no DeFi at the time and the systems that they developed basically you would put up your money you would take bitcoin and then you would buy some of their bitconnect coin and then you would send it back to them and then they would give you like literally one to two percent interest every single fucking day of the week and it was easy to do that what yeah, yeah. well here's the thing people have one to two percent it's got to be going off when you're getting one percent interest a day no no and i'll tell you why because in 2017 when this was popping bitcoin raised on average three percent per day for a whole fucking year and bitconnect coin went up eight percent per day for a whole Jesus fucking year Christ, really? yes yes so one so percent was nothing money? yes one percent per day was fucking peanuts and so that's what DeFi is. DeFi took the core of BitConnect, where you lend them your fucking money. They play games with it like a bank would, and then they pay you back with interest in their shitcoin that they printed. And so BitConnect would have gone on forever, and it would have been successful because it was a closed system. There was no interdependence on it. There was nobody tying up their, their mortgage in a fucking in a package with BitConnect. So it could have been sustained forever. Um, but when you have DeFi and you have it tied up, and every coin is tied up in some fucking liquidity pool which is just you lending somebody your Bitcoin or whatever so they can make money, right? And give you a fraction of it. Like it is Ponzi upon Ponzi upon systems with it's things just, that have no value. It's just <laughs> crypto bankers being crypto shitheads, creating it, it, scams. Like it, this is it, banks. It, this is banking. Like it, it's just baked into it. If you have central banks and you have this sort of, and, and now you make make the move to crypto, you just should expect a, a 90% scams. Right, and even just if to be on the safe side. Even if people think that they're doing something noble and it's not a scam, um, ultimately it's a scam. Hey so. man, but nobility, Dave. Isn't life a scam anyway? Isn't it life is. Life is a scam. Yeah. I mean, life, life is just a. It's Thanks just, for you nothing, Jesus. Scheme the whole time, the whole time <laughs> is what you're doing. You you calling your way, trying to get to the top for you to die in the end and leave here with nothing. I mean, that, <laughs> I mean that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's it to a T. Uh, but I don't know. The, the the crypto stuff. I don't know. I guess y'all saw BlackRock got in got in bed with what was it? One of the banks that does the the crypto lending. I just seen that right here. Right I didn't on. see that. I think they're doing something with Coinbase. There's been some chatter yeah, about yeah. Coinbase because mm -hmm. Coinbase is is launching base. Here's the thing: whenever a company that's established then later launches a coin, you're just like, this is a scam. So they're launching base chain. What, my, what, uh, I'm sorry, uh, my head is still fucking rattling. I'm I mean, say that. I have a Coinbase account. What, 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 um, what does this mean? I don't know. Me? They're going to come up with uh, yeah, some bullshit. Know. It's some bullshit, right? But um, uh, BlackRock is interested in it, which means oh, that. Um, okay, here's the thing: if we want wide scale crypto 
or bit, let me just say Bitcoin uh, adoption, all you need is for the standard banks to integrate a Bitcoin wallet into everybody's dashboard and their fucking account. That's it. You have an account here and it's like I'm logged into my shit and I want to put 100 of my dollars into my Bitcoin that's held by Bank of America. Boom. And they can do it right then and there and look at the wallet on screen. It could be implemented tomorrow. What's stopping it? Legislation? Legislation. But here's the thing. You have Coinbase, which is Coinbase. There's okay. So their stock has come down from like 300 bucks to like 50 bucks. I think it is the buy of the century. They have been 100% lock in step uh, with every regulation passed down from the seat from the SEC and everybody else. Right. So anybody who has anything to do with finances who ha- and regulation, Coinbase is willing to bend over backwards to do whatever they're fucking willing to do. And they've been supported this whole time. <clears throat> um, the idea that BlackRock would take interest in something like Coinbase at this time is is extremely telling because they're thinking that this is their their this is their foothold into controlling that entire market. Other than them pulling shenanigans like crashing entire systems like they did, like with uh, what was that one that was before FTX, um, the games they played. You know, I think that was a test. They actually, I, I can't remember the name of the uh, Three Arrows. Was it three? It was not three arrows. It was it was one more. God, there was a whole bunch of them, weren't there? But um, I think it was a test to see if they could use legal systems to manipulate and crash the market. And that's exactly what they did at the end of the day. So I think BlackRock getting in bed with Coinbase is a way for them to have a legitimate foothold uh, in that market. Since they maybe it's a sign of them surrendering, thinking <laughs> it's not going anywhere, but or just hedging. But people forget, like you don't need Coinbase mm-hmm. and you don't need exchanges and you don't need any of this stuff. All you need is a Bitcoin wallet and Bitcoin, right? And so, and then you have a closed, a closed, fully integrated system that doesn't need anything else. And as long as people would accept it as currency, then you don't even have to worry about, you know, swapping it out for anything else. Yeah, and the key thing: if you don't hold it, you don't own it. You got That's it. the main thing. That's the main and, thing. And everything you hold can be taken from you. Yeah. So, hey, look, that, <laughs> life is a vicious circle, but that's the, that's the only thing. Uh, well, you can remember your 12 words and never give it up. Like Adam Curry said on Joe Rogan, you remember your 12 words ma- and they can never be taken from you. It won't matter if I'm a dick and I just beat the shit out of you and take your wallet and throw it in the damn ocean. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying like, pe- like people are vicious, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if it, if it came down to like, you know, nitty gritty shit, I mean, Folks just take your shit. Uh, house catch on fire, burns your damn ledger up, shit like that. I don't know, man. Uh, everything, man. Life is just so, it's so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> you have to actually like create everything yourself. I think for it to actually matter, and otherwise, it's just an illusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is true. I'm okay with that. That's just the fucking nature of the simulation. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's, uh, so- uh, there's- Oh, I was about to ask, does, does Norfolk Southern, do they have anybody who can actually, like, uh, drive these trains? I know, there's, like, crash even them more. more. Like, like, don't worry, just go to bed. Just sleep through this, and you'll be fine. People are like, no, like, my cows are dying and shit. And like, yeah, this is, how many now? They had more than two. They just had two oh, major yeah. catastrophes out they of had it. A third, well, they had a third one. Oh, they just had a third. Yeah, yeah, they wow. had yeah, two like conductors. Yeah, the day before. Yeah, two conductors have died. Like they just straight up just barreled into shit. Yeah, two conductors have died. Oh my god! So it, you know, it makes yeah, me worried. Like, um, like two were, weeks. Were they vaccinated? Yeah. They said I that mean, they died because they ran into a dump truck. Let's ask the question. Well, everybody knows the best way to protect yourself from a chemical spill in Palestine, Ohio, is to be vaccinated. <laughs> everybody. And, oh, I wonder if they told them to wear masks. Sacred cloth. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That'll they work. Told right? them that. If it can keep they COVID out, that. it can definitely keep out dioxins that are floating through the air. <laughs> but to be fair, the infrastructure of the United States rail lines is garbage. Yeah. And we should expect more of this. So as that makes Pete, me nervous. Pete uh, <laughs> diversity hire, Mayo Pete takes personal time away because he can't be bothered right now. The infrastructure of the United States is falling apart, but we're outsourcing. We're promising to pay for the Ukrainians pensions <laughs> while our internal organs of our entire country are on life support. How much you want it's to bet none of those guys get their crazy, pension? It's yeah. fucking crazy. Um, well, I'm concerned about it because, like, there is a uh, – every night I hear there's a train probably a quarter mile away. And it's uh, – you know, it, it makes me wonder what exactly is on those rails. <laughs> it makes me want to go do some research into what train lines are around here, what companies are utilizing them. And I go out and look and see what kind of condition they're in. I bet, I bet it would be fascinating to find out from the what's going on there. <laughs> Like, seriously, <laughs> how I, I see, I would see those too, Corey, because you, you know, like I used to live by train tracks and we would just see coal truck and just tra like a hundred cars all filled to the capacity with coal every single day. Yeah. You know, like who knows what, what happens if that gets choked off? If something, what happens if somebody, you know, busts one of the lines and that doesn't go through for doesn't get fixed for a, a month then what like what is where's all that coal go <laughs> you know i have no fucking idea and who is responsible it's like a whole chain of people like the government has made this possible through all sorts of regulation they're like yeah you can ship these chemicals now suddenly for no reason nothing's changed in how horrifyingly deadly they are but absolutely just right. go for it and ship them anywhere I'll you like um, yeah. you know, and then we'll change the toxicity level, uh, so that it's way higher than it ever was, it was 10 parts per million. Oh, now yeah. it's a hundred thousand parts per million. Like just yeah. in case Problem you do solved. dump some, you'll be in the clear because it's still under the, the legal limits, just like cell phone radiation. <laughs> well, but it'd be just like the, uh, the hand sanitizer. I mean, I did a video on that two years ago. They're like, oh yeah, we got paint thinner in there. I'm like, hey, y'all. I mean, they, they recall that they had benzene. So I was like, all right, let me look up what benzene is. And I was like, uh, uh, paint thinner. Hold on a second. Why is that in the uh, <laughs> in the hand sanitizer? But the real question is, has anybody done any research if the Brita filter can filtrate that water? You know what I'm saying? It does not. Can, can you if think it can't it filter the fluoride, filter? it cannot filter dioxin. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. I, mean, I just got a water. filter for a water bottle. So even when I'm traveling, I can filter out the fluoride. And I'm hoping it filters dioxin because the things that what filters dioxins is a, oh God, I can't remember the right term now, but it's a powder. It's it's a powdery filter as opposed to like the carbon filters. Um, but it takes a lot of it. But I figure if my, my fluoride filter is the powdery substance, it's the powdery medium. And so maybe maybe it also can filter dioxins. Who knows? You know, I'm just, uh, w water's got to go. I'm over it, okay? Water's water is go. horrible. So if, you take, water. If, you take a, if you take a tire and you stick it in water for a month, it's just going to dissolve that tire. What do you think that water is doing in your intestines? That's true. Right? So, um, yeah. What if I, um, what if I have my own rock? I'm just going to drink beer. I'm just going to become an alcoholic. Just drink beer. It's got, it's got water. water in it. Don't drink. It's not water. Don't that's ever beer. Drink water. <laughs> no it's water, got water in, beer. in it. It's, it's got beer. water in it. 
That is the first, that is the purpose of beer is actually to make it so that you can have water that you can drink through any season. You want to like water isn't there flowing. There you go. Yeah. Fermented water. I wonder if, I wonder if you just had like your own set of rocks. You just uh, take, which you just, you know, run the water over rocks. Isn't that how, isn't that how you do it in the, in the wild? If you're looking for water, you find it where it's running over some rocks. You don't know how actually, you do it. No, what you actually do, well, you can make biochar, you can make, you know, charcoal and you can filter water through that. But you also, if you're in a place with moss, you can find water that's flowing through the moss and the moss filters the water too. So you could drink the water as so, it's coming off the moss. So I should take, I, bring, hey guys, but when, when the moss world's coming to an end, get you some moss, okay? Yeah. And hang it up, let the water, the water run through there, you'd be good. You'd be good. That's I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Even though they spit all the chemicals in it, it should do something. <laughs> I mean, you're going to die no matter what. So at well, some let's point, go out you just got to get over yeah. it. <laughs> so one thing that's kind of shocking to me, and I guess this was a um, – when I look at how people vote in the House and the Senate, you got to say, okay, sometimes people vote this way because of appearances, right? And so the House just voted, and it's actually passed the Senate already, to get to Joe Biden's desk uh, to declassify all of the initial COVID hmm. uh, intelligence. And 100% in the House, including every Democrat, voted for it, which shocked the hell out of me. So the Democrats must be at the point where they're scared to death of looking like they're on the wrong side of any of this. Because hey, they, they said they already won. That was purely a symbolic vote. Or they said, for them. they said we already won. I, hmm. I, I took all your businesses. We consolidated money to the top. I fooled 71, 75, however much percent of people in America to take a jab. Shit, we won. Hell, they're still, they're still niggas wearing a mask. I seen them today. They outside. I was like, what are y'all doing? They still wearing them to this day. They're broken. I, I don't know what to do. I, I mean, I don't know what to do for them. I mean, I'm just like. It's, you could, it's like you could print it. out 250 different research papers that all prove that the masks do nothing and still just not even budged. Mm -hmm. They're just broken. It goes back to um, what's his face? The Russian guy Charlie talks about. Yuri Bezmenhoff. There you go. That guy, that guy just laid it all out there. And but, you, you, you listen to him and you go, God damn. He's, this is like the, they're running an operation. They have been running an operation for decades. And it's so obvious now. And you almost have to stand in appreciation of it, of what a great mm -hmm. job. I mean, like they just have completely taken a full generation and fucked them up. Thinking so there are all sorts of genders and, and they've gotten that pronouns matter and that everybody can get pregnant and this whole fucking, <laughs> like, all these people are just like, they're, they're demoralized. Like he, like Besmanov talked about, man. And it's like, you see it right in front of you and you're like, oh my God, you couldn't, you couldn't do it any better than that. Yeah. And it's all thanks to social media, in my opinion. But, mm -hmm. uh, isn't it interesting that what they're voting on releasing is the, you know, COVID-19 origins, which point to Wuhan. And, and Corey, aren't you the one that's saying oh. that's not where it originated from? No, it never was. Never was ever, ever, ever. So wouldn't this perhaps just be another limited sort of smoke hangout? Like, yeah. Right. So um, I made my COVID video in July of 2020, like three, four months after the pandemic started. And like, I named Ralph Barrick. I said it was made at fucking UNC Chapel Hill, and it was. Um, so this is how this works. They He got his funding um, from Beth Israel Research Hospital, and he has been for a long time. It's kind of funny because articles that I have screenshotted, I went and looked for again, and I can't find now. 
So now I got to find my damn damn screenshots. Um, I can back this up because Corey sent me articles like in early 2020 saying he's saying this he's saying this is the dude who's in charge of it this is the guy responsible for it i was like how the fuck do you know this he's like take a look you have to see look at these connections this is the guy and he in i'm talking like this was what may 2020 yeah uh -huh. i mean so credit to Corey, man and you so were all over this the, the one thing that hasn't come out is the is the israeli funding and that probably won't ever come out because that no, is um, that is the, they're behind this. When you look at the response, that's easy to the hide, documents though, and stuff. You know. When you look at the initial response to COVID in Israel and what they were doing, that set the tone for the rest of the world because they were on top of this from the beginning. It was their fucking plot to get the fucking vaccine passports. It was always them. Um, and so basically what you do is uh, you get your funding from Israel and you work on the shit in your lab and you bring in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You even let them name the shit after their own institute and you set them up as the patsy a decade in advance, which is what they did. Do you, give that, do you launder that money through Silicon Valley Bank first? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't even considered that. That's a possibility. There has to be some kind of tech connection there, right? Huh. I'm just asking. I mean, there's an Israeli to Silicon Valley connection for sure. For sure. For sure. So yeah, that they they are well respected in the information warfare industry. Like mm -hmm. I think widely regarded as the Israelis are better than the Silicon Valley people. Right? And so this is because um, of like their because of their military training that they're encouraged to go create startups and and I think that they're very well regarded in that industry as yeah. being capable and maybe like the best in the world at it. Yes. Um, though, so <clears throat> the thing is they, this is where they screwed up for me. And this is what tipped me off. It was that the, the earliest strains found in the United States were determined to have come from Washington state and probably around October. And the genetic sequence of the fucking virus was nearly identical to the Wuhan. It's impossible. It would have mutated like, out of control every time a virus goes from person to person it mutates uh at least so was it being deployed fuck yeah it was a targeted deployment and i put that on okay. Twitter like six months ago well Quote, they talked about that deployment. in crimson contagion right and remember ah, what's and his name just said uh when do we deploy the variant right so yes these are targeted so it's, it's set off in various places simultaneously mm -hmm. in order to become spread right. if they hadn't uh -oh. released it in washington state i wouldn't have put the two and two together on the fucking similarities probably the um the wuhan games military games military games uh, yeah that's what somebody was a reasonable about. suspicion right weren't mm -hmm. weren't wouldn't that make sense from a logistic standpoint to Theoretically, spread it. I'm. Just, I, I don't yeah. know if it would actually. Mm -hmm. No, I think because yeah. you have a lot way, of people but I mean, theoretically, spread it to a variety yeah. of mm -hmm. countries yeah. simultaneously. But they I didn't hype that event to everybody. They didn't hype that event at all. Like, no, we but didn't, if you I didn't look at the symbolism, the, the natives of that to stay event, in. You can see the the symbolism. Now I'm looking back because I remember looking at it and being like, I don't really know what it's actually about, but you can tell there's something that they want to be very militaristically in fiery and spread around the world and so i was like i don't know probably world war three or something you know they're always doing their rituals in these like military games and these different usually more public but still this was still public uh you know dance-offs or whatever these stupid events are um and that is interesting that it was like a precursor perhaps to this 
spread of this targeted release of this created virus. <laughs> the spread targeted created released. <laughs> all yes, of those all things. the above. <laughs> yeah, well, we got it actually in November in Washington State, and everybody I talked to there, because um, you know it's the type of place where you go outside and you see like fifty people that you grew up with every single time you go outside, and every single person I talked to was like, "Yeah, there's like a really weird like flu that people have. Everybody's super sick. Like I had it, and now so and so had." Every single person I talked to said the same thing. I was like, "Yikes!" And then we got it. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, you got COVID in November in 2019. Or, yes, we did. <laughs> I think everybody's maybe heard s stories about that, too. I, I didn't get sick. But I, I think everyone, I think I, everybody knows one person that's like, yeah. yeah, man, I was, like, actually really sick back then. We got mocked for saying that it was COVID. People were like, well, oh, my, yeah. uh, Well, my basketball team. Why wouldn't the, it be? I know. In the January of that year. I was having people call. It's like, man, I'm sick as hell. I'm like, damn, man, everybody calling out sick. I said, man, we're having a run five out here. No, no subs. I was like, what the hell? And then, like, a few months later, I was like, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. uh, folks were saying it was sick as hell way back then. Oh, well, see, there was a lot of things here. going on well, at the, the time. The flu disappeared. XQ, remember? <laughs> right. yeah. It magically up and just vanished. I mean, that <laughs> flu season was the most horrendous flu season that was that we had ever seen in America. Statistically and then all speaking, of a sudden, it didn't exist. <laughs> well, they had, here's the thing. They had been publishing the uh, the live numbers. The CDC had been publishing the actual live numbers of flu, and the deaths were up to around eighty thousand. And then they disappeared overnight, and that page that page disappeared. <laughs> and then the flu deaths went down to like six thousand or something like that from eighty. It was at eighty thousand. I saw it with my own eyes. Hmm. And we then it was are run by criminals. Yeah, they ran. They ran the algorithm because there, there's an algorithm that they do to determine the flu deaths. It's not like <laughs> you had the flu. It is if yeah. you go if it you go to, to the, be, right? the CDC page. They got they've got an algorithm to determine what they what they believe the flu deaths were that past year. It's it's a pure well, T equation. That is correct because that is how they faked all the fucking African AIDS deaths. Like there were no African AIDS deaths. They, they were saying like millions of people are dying. That was all done through statistical modeling. Like oh, there were dude, no graves. Don't there even were no bodies. send me down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm going to be researching African AIDS. Yeah. Look into the African AIDS numbers uh, and then go back and look at the old Kerry Mullis stuff. He, ta he talks about it a little bit. Like, but oh, yeah, really? that's all done on oh, statistical shit. modeling. I don't and have time for all faked and it's the same fucking guy behind like the murdering of people in both supposed pandemics it's a fucking fauci piece of shit fauci yeah, like hitler think, times 10 yeah, <laughs> like I, think, I think yeah i think the whole permit i think the uh probably this particular whatever it is have been circulating all throughout 2019 because supposedly spain found it in their doo-doo water back in march of 2019 but wow. For them to fully deploy, they had to wait for Carrie Mullis to kick the bucket. Mysteriously. Hmm. Kick the bucket. For I them mean, to I deploy. wish I could have lived through this. I wish them, I could have For them to him. deploy their, um, you know, the PCR testing. Well, another thing is, like, the testing was all fake, right? The testing mm -hmm. didn't work. Um, the testing, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but, like, when, in doing my research, they there were three COVID genomes entered into the GenBank, right? And the first two, the, the second one replaced the first, and then the third replaced the second, right? So the, the previous genomes should be discarded for reference. But six months later, after the fucking third genome was introduced, 
we introduce our PCR testing, which referenced the second genome, not the third. So they weren't testing for COVID the whole fucking time. The genome that we know is COVID-19, they were not testing for. That's perfect. That's completely on brand for the, for the government. Just, they're just every chance they get to step on their dicks. They, they never miss. (laughs) (laughs) They're pendulous. They're pendulous. (laughs) I I believe that in my opinion, and I can't prove this, but I think that the sequence, the first two sequences that were out were still 96 to 97% similar to your standard coronavirus influenza or whatever. And so, uh, a couple of things can be implied here. Number one, uh, if the testing was going off of that second genome, it's probably testing for influenza or something along those lines. That's closer mm-hmm. to influenza. And that's why everybody was testing positive who was sick is because they had the goddamn flu. Right. Yeah, of course. And then you so the, what them. I have a hard time integrating is like the symptoms that happened to me, which were purely cardio related, heart related. And so and then other people who just like had like weird, like lost scent and, you know, the smell and shit like that, like. It had different effects on different people, but like I saw clumps of similarities of symptoms, like me and my roommate with the swollen feet and all that stuff. Like, so who the fuck knows, man? I really just just, parts of it. I just still can't wrap my head around. That makes me think it's a bioweapon, right? Just sent to destroy. We have that paper from Jean-Claude Prasak. What was What the fuck? That guy, not Jean-Claude Prasak. He wrote the Holocaust books. Um, the guy who wrote the fucking book with um, uh, Montagnier. Uh, the, the guy talking about PEGs? The French, or whatever. No, no, the French mathematician who found, like, basically in, in January of 2020, he found the four HIV inserts in the spike protein. Like, the spike protein is made purely from HIV inserts. And, like, that's not made it to any fucking anybody. Nobody talks about that. And that explains a ton. So, so who put that in there? That was Barrick all day long. Uh, when you read through Barrick, like Barrick has a, um, and, and like da- Dr. David Martin has done the best work on this period. Da- David Martin did all the, the research into the patents yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all the, the timing and when things happened. And um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking amazing. But um, he had, uh, Barrick had labeled, let me see if I can find it here. Here we go. Um, this is the paper that came out in 2016 based on years of research. Let me screen share this. Um, SARS-like WIV-1 COV poised for human emergence. Um, This is from March 14th of 2016, right? So um, this goes into detail when you actually read the full paper, it goes into detail on how they did everything. The fact that they did use HIV um, nucleotides. Um, yeah, they lay out everything. This is COVID um, from 2016. WIV1 spike in vivo, right? So they actually took uh, a completed clone of the final, you know, so I guess they Frankenstein monster together a virus and then they somehow clone that so it's like solidified into one as opposed to being a bunch of tattered things put together. Um, and then they stuck it into mice to see if it would get the humanized mice to see if it would get them sick. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And all the information on what they did is right here in this paper, which came out in 2016. I mean, it talks about where they did it. It talks about the WIV is Wuhan Institute of Virology 1, <laughs> because they named it after Wuhan Institute of Virology, even though they did all these experiments at Chapel Hill. So, yeah. Uh, everyone should go out and read this fucking paper. This is the this is Ralph Barrick's confession to the world, written you know six seven years ago. Wow, not not, not a written confession. <laughs> Can we use this in in, in court? Yeah, I would say yeah, one hundred percent in court, hundred percent. And actually, that's not the only paper. Like he's got at least three or four papers around this WIV one SARS that he worked on, going all the way up to I think twenty eighteen was the last paper that he published on it. Well, he's been trying to kill kill folks for over twenty years now, had and and uh, like his whole job. <laughs> let's, let's let me see if I can mutate something so it, so it can kill people. I mean, that's pretty right. Much and what it seems like, like his job is. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk right now because they found some in in Siberia, I guess, or somewhere that was frozen in the ice. They found yeah. some forty seven thousand year old bacterium or something that they're trying to animate to see if it can fuck people up. Like, they're like what oh, are you yeah. doing? It's the zombie bacteria. They're like, that's like can if you it? find yeah, Dracula. Can. Let's find you find Dracula and the stake is in his chest and like, well, hey, let's pull the stake out of his chest to see if Pour he'll really come back to mouth. life. Pour right. some blood in his mouth. Yeah, just some blood. You awake over there? Bam, got gotcha. you. Like, got gotcha, you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see. I just want to see what happens. That, no, no, that is actually in in one of the um, in one of the Dracula movies. That's actually how Dracula comes back. Like Sometimes. he's like. Well, no, it's not. It's not a virus, but he had mistake. But like he, he was without blood for a long time, so he just like he couldn't function anymore. And somebody's like, "Oh man, there goes Dracula. Let's give it some blood." I'm just like, yeah, "Ain't nothing bad gonna happen here." It's never. I've been out. looking for it. It's like, and it's always somebody who's looking for immortality. Why the fuck you want to stay around here for the next thousand years? I've you know always asked the same thing. I'm I mean, like, I don't yeah. even understand this urge. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I was like, man, damn. But it's so in the modern era, could Dracula like fake the documents and stuff to keep living like under a normal identity? You think it's possible in the modern era? Well, I you mean, know, we got the interview with a vampire, so that's, I guess that technically that's what they did throughout the, the hundreds of years they were alive. Dude, Keanu Reeves and fucking, what's his face? God, I forget his name, the one that everyone makes fun of because he's in, like, every stupid movie that's ever existed. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> They're vampires. You can find <laughs> pictures that are, like, the exact match of them from, like, way back when, and you're like, what the f-? I mean, I know people have similar faces, but it looks like doppelgangers. Them. Yeah, it's a doppelganger, like for sure. You know, it's funny because like this, I fall down these just ridiculous 
YouTube rabbit holes I where like it. someone like like Mr. Ballin, like he does a great job of like telling stories, but there's a lot of like low level Mr. Ballins that no one's ever heard of that will tell a story that's like a true story about some archaeologists found some room some some village from a thousand years ago and all throughout it were like depictions of vampires and people getting murdered and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like that makes you wonder, like, what was going on a thousand years ago in these places, right? <laughs> in so. Romania and shit, like, there are plenty of people who still go around, like, staking bodies and they're, like, Romanian shamans and stuff, <laughs> and they'll, like, dig up graves and, like, fuck bodies up because they're so superstitious. It's amazing. Hey, that may have got a... Like, I and wish they, that stuff was real. Like, that would add a twist to everything. I mean, imagine if it was possible that like, Kennedy was killed by, like, a fucking uh, shape-shifting uh, vampire. Like, <laughs> that would just add a whole new level to the, to the research. It's like, it's like, oh, man, we, <laughs> this is, <laughs> we're on different grounds now. I don't even know how to take this shit. <laughs> well, and I'm the saying? reality is, is that there actually are vampires. They're just much more mundane, and they just have blood boys that they, like, get their fucking blood from and inject it into them so they can stay youthful. They're still I can see people arguing now. Monsters, but <laughs> they'd be like the shooter was not a vampire because vampires can't come out during the day. Yeah. It had to have yeah. been a werewolf or a gene. Hey, uh, uh, unless, unless it's the Twilight, Twilight series, then you would, right, then you would, right. sh- then you would shimmer. They ain't nothing more gayer. I'm okay, so, <laughs> whoever came up with the idea Best that vampire shimmer ever. should be put in line with all the politicians who are going to get hung after this thing. That whole book is just like a teenage girl wrote it. Like it is a teenage girl's like fantasy world. You're like some like ancient beautiful beast is going to save me from my droll life. Find me so beautiful and so precious and just take care of me forever. And it's, ravish me yeah, in the sand. Yeah, and then turn me into a monster, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, don't 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 skip over the ravishing. Oh, and then I get pregnant, <laughs> and then I have to rip open my own belly with my own teeth or something. Like it gets fucked up. You're like, okay, it's the fantasy part stopped, and now it's just like BDSM, and I'm not really sure what's going on anymore. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you said if Nick, is Nicholas Cage a vampire because he is playing a vampire in a movie coming out right here shortly. See, Renfield. he's telling us all. Renfield, he is playing a vampire <laughs> Dracula in that movie. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the movie. I was like, damn, she talking about No, the there's movie. like pictures of, there's pictures from like way back that look exactly like him. People are like he's a fucking time traveler or he's a vampire. But Nicholas it's the same. Cage? Yeah, and I see. Yeah. He wasn't just Charlie knows. You'd... Um he's in my intro to macroaggressions. He's the guy that says, "Or what? I'll be arrested." Put in airport jail. That's Nicholas Cage <laughs> in uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. That's awesome. That's like one of his first. I haven't seen that in God forever. It's one of the best movies ever. See, and it's like, <laughs> this is the weirdest one, though. It's not a picture. It's a fucking bust out of like pharaonic fucking Egypt. And it looks exactly like Michael Jackson. Like you could put their faces, like his face oh, and I've that bust it. and like put it together. And hey, it's the exact well, match. Is it the black Michael Jackson? No, or the, it's a fucked the, up Michael the, Jackson. The, the second, the second tier. It's Michael the Jackson, alien the, Michael the Jackson. White. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just like giant eyes okay. and like tiny chin. You're like, are you becoming a gray? I'm not sure what's happening. With you. you know where we're going with this, Lindsay? <laughs> we're going to your favorite person, Freeman. Freeman uh, talking about Obama and see, and was him. Michael Jackson the test clone so they could then go Listen. on to Akhenaten and clone him? Don't you, don't you put Maybe. me down this rabbit hole. Akhenaten? Good God almighty. Oh, I don't know that I buy this clone is It is weird, though. They clone, I've, I've yet to see evidence tomorrow, of cloning. Man. If they, they clone the dog, dog yeah. Tomorrow. Why wouldn't they clone Tomorrow. Send your dog. Send, send, send a little bit of your DNA. I think it's like 
a thousand dollars, your dog will be cloned. It'll come in there. It'll it'll adhere to the same commands and everything. You'd be like, "What the fuck is this fucked up shit?" It'll worship you know Satan saying? at night when you're yeah. sleeping. So <laughs> that reminds me of like in the in the Dune books, the greatest science fiction book series ever. There's a character named Duncan Idaho, and so Duncan's... by the fourth book, the God Emperor of Dune like creates they have what they call golas which are clones basically and so he keeps making these clones of duncan idaho and then he gets mad and he keeps killing them and then bringing them back and eventually the clone regains all the memories of all the other previous clones and the original of all time and now he becomes like the oldest wisest person in the galaxy good stuff like he's not like pissed that he got murdered over and over again He's just a oh, pretty that. pissed too, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean like Westworld? Like with the uh, with the robots? Yeah. No, like Groundhog uh, Day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there are so many stories about these cloned animals where the animal, like, people will clone their horse or their dog or their cow or whatever, and the animal's, like, fucked up. I mean, like, mentally, like, emotionally. Like, it's, like, evil. <laughs> like, it's Pet cemetery. I saw a meme yeah, the other that day some, that said... Um, I, don't want to, should, I don't want to mess with that. I would never do this. <laughs> I, I saw a meme the other day that said that they should come out with a sequel to Groundhog Day and then just re-release the first one. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, Fair. That would be so... That was Groundhog Day 2. Meta. And just play with the first one again. I would just be like, oh, bravo. You guys are so smart. You take my money. Uh, so did oh, you guys... So they would like update it? Yeah. Oh. Well, this this is older. This is like from the beginning of the month, but it is it is Women's International Women's Day and and, and month, I guess. So female privilege, everyone okay. should worship me and give me things. But um, this trans game developer launched a first person shooter where the players kill anti trans villains, including priests. Mm. <laughs> Do you mm. hear about this? Mm. Sandra mm. Moen is the creator. Claimed that making this bloody game helped her. Or him, her, her, heal <laughs> from trauma as a trans person. It's healing to murder oh, that, your foes. Oh, that was healing. That was healing, yeah. Healing. Oh, to... damn, it's, it's... <laughs> and it's Man, super it eight bit, like fucked up, you know, old school. But like, you should go around oh, just yeah, killing yeah. people who are not doing, like, using the right pronouns and stuff. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff that heals now that they, I didn't know they, heals. they hate your guts. <laughs> Yeah, they have yeah, no that, respect for you. Then they hate yeah, your guts. Yeah, that I heard that twerking relieves trauma as well. I was like, damn. So man. didn't some man win some women's awards this week again? Relieve trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Didn't some man win some women's award again this week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The White House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Women International Women's Happy Award. Happy yeah. Some dude. Because it's fucking clown town, man. <laughs> That's what it is. And her and it's perfect. Is, Hershey's had a whole campaign where they were like Happy Women's Month, and it was a yeah trans woman <laughs> okay so where at what part of the constitution are we at where it says that we can go and rip these people from their homes like isn't that in there somewhere <laughs> we're there we're, we're at that part yeah 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 it's it's time it's probably not is... gonna happen because everybody's gonna watch their bank account close down and they're gonna have bigger things to worry about yeah but at twenty dollars they lost I just but want to live in a world where these people can't time. go walking out in public anymore. When Chuck Schumer comes <laughs> comes out and starts lying and saying that Tucker Carlson needs to be taken off of the air because he's a threat to our democracy, whatever the fuck that means, it, it's time. These people are scumbags. 
These people are working for foreign adversaries. These people are fucking bought and sold. Chuck Schumer is a whore for any corporation that will pay him enough. These people are not to be trusted at all. And they are very nervous about that January 6th stuff. They're very it's, fucking nervous. You think? It's Look insane at that you can make this argument even that this should not be released, that it's somehow Russian propaganda to simply watch oh. the footage that should have been released. Oh, yeah, they need to watch then. the footage that they got. Yeah. Well, remember, it could be it could be malinformation, which is true information, which could otherwise be taken out of context or used to exaggerate points that are not in line with. I just lost whatever I was saying. Newspeak. Newspeak. This is 1984. We're living in 1984. I'm just just tired of hearing damn January 6th and Civil War. I'm like, can can y'all stop saying those in in the same sentence? I mean, I, dude, that's that's a twelve year old kid had to go out there get shot in the stomach, guts laying all out in the field. Ain't never get to get no butt, nothing, man. <laughs> he dead for dead forever. Ain't never get to get no procreate or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Had a shit life, died in a field, and y'all gonna talk about January sixth and the Civil War? I'm like, yeah, what are you he, talking about, man? <laughs> I, I actually prefer that they talk about that stuff because then oh, okay. I know who they are. Yeah. And, and, be, and I, they are automatically dismissed. If you if you were talking about how January sixth was the worst thing since the Civil fucking War, then you're an unserious person that should be just automatically identified and gone. Okay, I, th- this is somebody that I, that I, I could not cannot be trusted with information. You're and you're it's, dumb. It's like there's the, you know there was a lot of casualties during the Civil War, right? Like a ton I mean, of cash. Horrible, Wait, horrible like, ones. Like, it's like faces turn off yes, and just like you've, nasty. You've yeah. I'm back. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, turn just off like... Rachel Maddow. <laughs> yeah. She's back. She She still got a show. Yeah, and people mm-hmm. like Maddow. worship her. Mm. It's winding down. Okay. It's winding down in the next couple of months. She's and then the she's going to be a lemon. special correspondent. With some road scholar horseshit to destabilize the uh, America from the inside. That's her specialty. Misinformation. Remember, the virus stops with every vaccinated person. Remember that? This is is true. Take that to the bank, she said, for 30 million a year. Take that to the bank. Silicon Valley Bank. (laughs) And, And now she's being proven wrong. Mistakes were made. And there you go. It seems like Democrats are never wrong. They're just like their their facts are just transitory. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's how I identified that day, and so you need to respect that about me. Like, do politicians ever come out and say I was wrong? Has anyone ever done that? No. No. Why? They probably tried to. They. They probably made an attempt. It didn't quite come out like that, but <laughs> it didn't quite get to the actual apologizing part and the saying I was wrong. But they were they were I trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard some preachers do it. Hey, so look, hey, Joe, you know. Joe Biden years Joe Biden years ago said I've done some dumb things and I'll do dumb things again. So I mean, is that not an apology? He's that not was like lying. The clearest that's, that's thing he's ever said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's back when it was. Golly, that, I think that was back in the 80s when he said that. Uh, the amount. About him lying about what college he went to or whatever. 
He lies about everything. There's nothing he hasn't lied about. He's lied about so many things. You document it over and over. And here's like a reel of Joe Biden lies, including corn pop, which is the craziest fucking one. And then half of the shit is so fucking (laughs) racist. Like openly, just like clearly racist and nobody cares. It's so crazy. But the white, white, uh, black kids are, uh, white kids are just as smart as. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Poor, poor kids. kids. Poor kids poor are kids. just as smart as white yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids poor kids. Yeah, 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 white kids. <laughs> It's like, hold on a second. That is some deep racism. (laughs) Let me make a blanket statement, okay? Every 80-year-old white man is a racist. I'm sure. I mean, listen. And it's okay. You live long enough. You start to hate people. Believe me. (laughs) Hey, 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 I've I've talked to people about this before at work. I was sitting there. I was like, look, man, if you're, you know, anywhere between 60 to on up as far as somebody who's black and you just got a real bad spot in your heart for white people. I get it. You probably went through some bullshit. Life I get it great. too. I got I get you. It okay. Too. I got you. If you 80 and you say nigger and you white, I get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it. It's the time. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's the time you grew up in. I'm not mad at you. All right. Let those folks go. Okay. Let them go. They're going to age out. The, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, let pretty them go. soon that, that'll, that'll sort of have be a thing of the past. My grandmother died probably 10 years ago, but she, uh, which talked it was always she would always say colored people. He was such a nice man for a colored man, you know things like that. <laughs> yeah, because the, the other then, ones I met, bro, they were barbarians. Yeah, barbarian. And then, uh, All and then sweaty, muscular. If, if, if she would say that, if she would say the n word, she would put her hand up like nobody could see. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, like I said, That's hey, I'll let, racism I'll, though. Yeah, hey, I'll, let, I'll let those folks go. Hey, I let I give them a pass, There's okay? Variations. I give them a pass. When some when some seventy year old, you know, black man, you know, says, you know, fuck white folks, I'm like, I get it, bud. I get it. There's some shit yeah. probably happened to you that you can't let go. And I understand it. When you when you sixteen, like, man, these white folk keeping me down, I'm like, bro, you need to get out of here with that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to travel the world. We're not we, yeah. we just, don't flatter yourself. We don't have time yeah. to spend trying to keep you down. We're all fucked up ourselves. Yeah. That's why I love that Theo yeah, Vaughn bit. He's what... like, You think I took your shit and just don't have it? He's like, Someone took both our shit. <laughs> They're laughing yeah. at us fighting each other right now. Uh so Greta Thunberg. She said in 2018 that in five years, the world would end. And here we are. It's five years later. The world has not ended. It's uh, not. But the year's not over yet. That's Still true. Could. That's true. Well, she actually, 
she went back and deleted and that said. tweet because she was probably embarrassed oh. that nothing has changed since 2018 at all. <laughs> but don't well, really fucked up is that it's March. Like this year is almost over. Like it's already it's March already. Yeah, it's like a third done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, a lot good, of money sure. a, a lot of money has been poured into that movement in the last five years that much i can assure you which is why i just can't get over the fucking grift. climate grift the climate grift is driving me nuts it's the it's the easiest most debunkable grift of all time and yet Listen, these people it's, don't want to see it off, but it's taking off i mean people, the reason it's so cold is because of global warming i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think COVID is going to work against them, like the climate people, because COVID has shown how easily bought science is. And and you can extrapolate out and say, and and you can buy a virologist as, just as easily as you can buy a climatologist, you know, just understand that the same mechanisms are in place for that information to be totally fucking compromised, too. Just like the COVID stuff. So so in a weird way, they didn't give it enough space to to launch the climate stuff. So because we're gonna drag a bunch of like suspicions into it, like oh, more scientists say, you mean like just like the last batch of dipshits that we had that wrecked the whole world? Like, no, thank you. So what's their need might for this twenty thirty shit? Them. What's the need like for it. this rushing? The twenty thirty and these twenty fifty agendas, why do they have to rush this shit? Like they should know better. What's what is going on that is forcing them to accelerate? I mean, aliens, I think. I hope. I hope. Yeah. It's so rad if it was aliens. It would be great. It would, I would just be like, it all makes sense now. Fucking <laughs> Sam Tripoli was right. It is fucking lizard people. <laughs> oh, they know they're coming. They know they're coming. <laughs> or the mothership oh, is returning. Here. They're infiltrating. Yeah, they've been yeah. here, but the mothership <laughs> is returning, and they've got to hurry things up. I really like it would be pretty cool. I would be okay with if the mothership returned and they were like, look, all the vaccinated people, they agreed to be our, our property. They changed their genetic code yeah. and look, that's our, that's oh, yeah, our property. So here you go. Take all these slaves to the planet, the home planet, and then off all the retards go. And then here we are with a beautiful planet. In a, a utopia. <laughs> yeah. Come on, God, make it happen. You can do it. I believe in you. It's called the rapture. <laughs> yes, that's the real rapture. It's the real rapture. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and they say something about the uh, that, that whole premise of that, the end times, whatever, with the, was it, Euphrates River when it dries up? That, then it'll release the fallen angels from the Euphrates River or something like that. Dude, Bring it on. Uh, Why not? What if the fallen angels are worse than kind of dry people? You know, that reminds me, like, <clears throat> there's some weird shit going on in Africa, in the desert. Have you, there's, like, water spouting up from underneath the fucking sand, like, all over the place. Really? really? Look into this. Yeah. Like, new rivers are being formed in fucking Africa. Oh, water spouting out of the fucking ground. It's crazy, crazy shit. So. I want to find like, this. Ab obviously abnormal for, yes. for the season. Yep. Like, new water. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of videos. Like whole rivers are being created because this water is just spewing out of the ground. Dude, I fucking hate so search engines. Africa's now. a weird place. You got to think like the this evidence of of uh, erosion on the Sphinx from rainfall, right? It hasn't yeah. been rain there in thirty thousand fucking years. I love that topic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all kinds of way. Like that was a lush green like um you know area, but unfortunately, um because of man made climate change, it all became a big fucking desert. <laughs> 
Has Chris <laughs> ever had Graham Hancock on? No, uh, but I interviewed Graham uh, in 20, like, 6, 15, 2016 or something. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I still have it. It's uh, I did it with when I used to host the Anonymous podcast. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. I got to meet him and talk to him, and he's rad. Um yeah. And we even exchanged emails for a while, but he's so much bigger now that he doesn't respond to my emails I, now. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I had, I had the That's exact sad. same thing. Yeah, I had pizza <laughs> with him and, and gave him a five-pack of joints when I saw him at a book signing and traded books with him. Yeah. And nice. and we emailed back for – but then he just – Yeah, when I, when I interviewed yeah. him, it was in Denver, and uh, I basically he invited yeah. me to his hotel, and we did the interview in the lobby of his hotel. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. nice. Yeah, he's a super cool guy, man, and really fascinating. And, and I've got fingerprints of the gods and magicians of the gods and uh, America before, and I just find all that stuff really interesting. I don't. They keep finding more evidence that people it. have been in America for thousands of years. Like, yeah, I mean, I think. But again, then then you go, well, why are you covering this shit up? Why are you? Why are you? Why are we making up this fairy tale about how like, we fucking discovered the new world and there's nothing here? It's like. Why don't we just does, do? Do they think that it makes us look weak or the story flimsy? Or I, mean, I think cause... at one point in time, go back like fifty, fifty to one hundred years ago, and I think it was to protect the six thousand year old Earth myth. Um, that had to have been it at some point in time because at some point in time, everybody was a flat Earth creationist, right? And so, yeah, I think they they had to keep the history of everything within six thousand years, right? So, but I think that kind of <clears> fallen <throat> apart over the years, and nowadays they're they're trying you know to trash uh any kind of christianity i don't understand how that's how it fits into their current thesis well if you talk to gary wayne who is one of the most fascinating people i've ever gotten to talk to like six times on my show because i'm like i have more questions more questions on he's written like the tome on this stuff um it's the it's the fallen angels it's the nephilim who are um hiding it because they're the ones who mm. caused the whole fucking cata- catastrophic flood that wiped everything out anyway and their whole goal is to usurp you know power here on earth and and um replace god basically and be god which actually is very similar to the energy of the people who are psychopathic and controlling things that we know of now so you know even if you don't buy that it's like sort of similar. It's the same, the same sort of thing where they're like, no, I'm God. Worship me. Like, give me your energy and I'm going to eat your babies. Give, sacrifice your babies to me. Right? Mm. It's the same kind of stuff. Nephilim style. Yeah. Nephilim style. Dude, he's fascinating. His book is really fascinating too. Um, but I was going to say something else too and now I forgot. It was also on the ancient. Oh, on Graham Hancock. So his, his, all his ancient, you know, history, like uh, alternative history stuff was the some of the first stuff that I loved in like college, actually, in like 2001 and three, I was like, oh, my God, these books are amazing. I was doing all my like speeches on it and in classes and stuff. I was like trying to like teach people about it. I went to the library to get one of his other books because I wanted to, you know, consume more. And in my college library, his book was um, wrongly categorized and placed in the fiction section. And I was like pissed off. I was like, it has the fucking call letters like on the spine of the book. <laughs> it's supposed to be over here. And the librarian was like, no, we keep it over there. It's not true. It's fiction. I was like, hey, this is that censorship of a pretty devious nature, you assholes. So he's often yeah, been and he's just yeah. like attacked brutally. Like people hate him for proposing that history is different than 
the mainstream accepts. So, but, and then you see Zai Hawass dodge him, you know, to to debate him and chicken chicken out. Graham has that on video. And that's the same guy who, yeah. like, you have to give him cocaine and prostitutes to get access to the fucking Sphinx and shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, wild. he's super corrupt. They've got a monopoly prostitutes. on that information. Yeah. Nice. He's the keeper of it. And anything that challenges the established, agreed-upon storyline is a threat to that Egyptian establishment. And so they sort of trash Graham because he's a threat, you know? He, he's a threat to the official story. And they they're they don't have an obligation to the truth. They have an obligation to the story because it's like an industry. So you get and bullshit. they pretend it's racist. They're like, oh, it's so racist of you to do this. Like you'd think that black people couldn't build the pyramids. I'm like oh, I don't care what color oh, people build the pyramids. Like it doesn't matter to it's me. The brilliant deflection strategy, though. It <laughs> you works. Think about it. Like, why not call us racist? I just have oh, a hard time like melding the ideas that there were ancient, advanced technologies, and we've never found a fucking hammer or a screwdriver or any of that. Like, oh, these are gaps in like logistics. I just can't come to grips with. But look at the Smithsonian oh, no, I think they, I think and the Vatican. It. Yeah, I think they found it. Yeah, they found I think it. They found it. They just. It's just that you ain't you ain't gonna see the shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's our prayer. Oh yeah, we found it, and if somebody else found it that didn't need to find it, then they just all of a sudden their brakes stop working. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You know what I'm and, saying? House caught on fire. They were asleep in it. What do you know? If they rediscovered it somehow, then their lab burned down. Oops, I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> what do you know? Middle of the night, you know, brush fire. It's like there was no brushing in the, in the in the facility. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Brush fire. What do you know? <laughs> over and over whole place, and over. Man. Over and yeah. over. Yeah, man. They, they, I mean, they, they, they will do what they need to do to hide pertinent well, information. What do you think is hidden in the Smithsonian? Do you Dude. get any of you guys, have you had any sort of interviews with people <laughs> that are experts in that topic by any chance? Because that seems like a really that. fascinating angle. No, one thing that is, I find rather interesting is I know that there was... There's documents showing that, like, uh, uh, at least one giant, and I've heard yeah. multiple giants were donated to the Smithsonian, and multiple. those have just disappeared. Yeah. And that their bones were ground up and dumped off in, into Lake Michigan <laughs> or something. Yeah. Right here. I mean, it like, we're talking people like 12 foot tall. Straight. Dude. Something like that. I don't know. And I found this really Bags old Smithsonian book. I don't know why I didn't fucking buy it. I'm retarded. But uh, this old-ass book, and it had all this Masonic symbolism. I know you don't have to have this book to, like, show this. But it just had it, like, there in broad daylight. Like, they wanted you to know, like, how fucking secret society and, and weird as fuck this organization is and has always been. It was talking about, like, the placement of the building even and, like, the dedication of it and the days on special days of the year and all the sort of history of it was very – it was from the Smithsonian itself. But, yeah, giants are just Ridiculous. one of many things that they are supposedly hiding there. Well, I mean, it said of giants in the Bible. I mean, uh, if uh, whether you believe in it in the Bible or not, but, I mean, technically David killed a giant with a rock. So, so again, you know why, though? And people why just hide ignore it. it? Why do we hide it to keep the like religion industrial complex happy with nope. the official story? Or I can't what? see that anymore. I think it's to hide. I mean, if they want to undermine the entire church, all they got to do is come out with giants and, and all this shit. Pedophilia. And there goes the church. Yeah. You know, so 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't know. I don't know. Would that really undermine it? Though? I think that it would. Well, kind of, that would kind of reinforce it. It's like, you well, you see. People doubling down on it. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, you see, you said, look, the Bible, these giants, maybe, it just maybe seems they like don't release a, it to. Of all <laughs> the things to hide, like. Why? Why that? And who financed this? Is this Rockefeller-funded Smithsonian that we're talking about, or Nothing. who else was Pro- involved in the financing of this? And why would what would be in their best interest to keep this information suppressed from the general public? Because they've clearly, if there is true evidence of giants, it's cost them money and time and effort to hide it from the public. Why? Like what? They probably uh, brutally wiped out. I really, I think Gary Wayne is right. I think there is an ancient cult of people who are in alignment with these, whatever we want to call them, Nephilim, lizard people, fucking fallen angels, like the evil ones. Uh, And they are protecting this. And they're the ones who work on behalf of keeping it hidden. And they're also the ones who kill and eat babies. And (laughs) they're the ones who run everything. Uh, And when we talk about like, oh, it's that these people are these people are these people. I'm like, I think those are all factions of this but it's a much like bigger, much more ancient. That's why when people are like, oh, this goes back hundreds of years. I'm like, this goes back thousands of years. <laughs> this goes back that. And Gary Wayne is, if you want to watch it, I used to have a playlist on YouTube of all of my interviews with play- Gary Wayne, like in order, but YouTube deleted my channel and my playlist. So they're here on Rockfin. You can search for them and, and watch some of them. But, uh, and you can try to read his book, though it's mass i mean it is a bible in itself it's ridiculous i read the whole thing and it's amazing but he does a really good job of summarizing each chapter on his site so you can actually go to genesis 6 conspiracy i think is the site and and like read like a really nice pretty good summary of the entire the entire conspiracy and it's every conspiracy i've ever talked about in my entire like 30 years of loving conspiracies and magic and all these like various things and it ties them all together and that wasn't his intention his intention was just to study the bible but this is what came out yeah. of it yeah what uh what uh, promised land they had giants right if i'm correct because they uh it was, it was told you're supposed so. to go in there and wipe everything yeah, out yeah yeah you're, you're supposed to go wipe everything out but they only killed a certain and they start fornicating with them and all that stuff because yeah. that's what dudes do uh you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, I might be able to have sex with this giant. Yeah, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's it's just like, changed damn, in man. thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, do I really want to take the woman out? I couldn't have sex with her. Yeah, let's do that. You know, <laughs> it's just like, damn, y'all. I mean, he just, God just be looking at her like, damn it, he'd be slamming his tablet. <laughs> so it's just like, so I don't know. There might be some connection within that, which 
which I mean, if you want to go all the way back to Israel or whatever, it might have something to do with, uh, you know, Corey's, uh, the Jews did it. You know what I'm saying? The Jews did it. Israel did it. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. It so, so, so they want to keep, they want to keep it on the wraps because if, if somebody finds out about these giants, it might lead to some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? What else are they hiding throughout the history? What else? What yeah. else has the Smithsonian been accused of hiding besides giants? Because I, I definitely have heard that. But but what are we talking about? Like Tartaria and shit like that, and or what? Free energy is elves and freaking fairies and shit is what I want to know about. Yeah. There's also right. one of the little people thing is the moon-eyed people and all of the native tribes on the East Coast talked about the moon-eyed people and they lived underground and they couldn't come out in What's, the day. Well, I've never heard of that. What is that? Yeah, they're the they're little people. So they're like dwarves or gnomes or whatever. I say fuck politics and we just talk about this year from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's way more fun. <laughs> uh, the moon-eyed people, they're called the moon-eyed people because they can't come out in the day because their eyes are accustomed to living underground so they can only come out in the moonlight. So people see them at night and they're like tiny little humans there's like versions of those all over the world there's versions of bigfoot all over the world there's versions of giants all over the world i'm like i don't feel like this is an accident like i feel like these things actually exist and shit like the fucking smithsonian just like hides it and covers it up but you can yeah, find it them. you know but it's always referenced it's always looked at as like myth or like ancient people were too stupid to understand what they were seeing or for some reason like we're smart enough right. but they were never smart enough um yeah the number one thing anytime you type type it in any sites is the giants. That's the number one thing. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Is the giants. Well, I say everybody should go to Gary Wayne, watch the episodes we did, or go to his site and read his shit because it's a I fashion. just wrote it down. Yeah. I'm gonna go check it out. I, that sounds like something I could definitely geek out to. He'd be a great interview too. He's fantastic. Um Love it. Scipio Africanus. Thank you for the tip. If it is real, we appreciate it so much. Uh, and he asks, is our dinosaurs fake and gay? Yes. Definitely gay. Both. The gayest <laughs> of, of, of all of them. That's why they die yeah, out. Fancy, they're all gay. Yeah. Fancy names. And yeah, and we need, know, we need to create some more, though, because we are getting low on fossil fuels. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that scam. You know about that naming scam of fossil fuels. That was some Rockefeller bullshit right there. you got to give them credit again. That could be a good reason. You're creating that, that could, concept uh -huh. of fossil fuel. Like, yeah. bravo, you sinister bastards. Like, you're really good at what you do. Really good. That, that could be a good reason scam. to bring back the dinosaurs. That could be a good reason. Uh, Dude. And it's true. John Coyne says all the bones in museums are made of plaster. I didn't know this until a few years ago. Because I was like, of course mm -hmm. dinosaurs are real. We have all these bones. What do we think those bones are? People are like, none of those bones are real. I'm like, come on. Some of them are real. No, none of them are real. There's some, uh, none. There's some guy on Joe Rogan. I forget his name. He's a paleontologist, a young guy. I think his name is Trevor something. And he talks about dinosaur bones and going out and actually finding them. So I'm doubting that they're fake. Yeah, I mean, I've you'd heard have to fake them that. and then go bury them and then let some un just unknowing person go discover them. I mean, it just doesn't. The, seem the, relevant. Could they be? The, hey, there's room in the budget for that. There's room in the budget for that. <laughs> That's true. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we've got room. <laughs> I went to this weird high school in that had a sister component to it that was a, a private museum. I had had the second that was sort of, you know, people would, would go through tours on the weekends at this boarding school I went to. And and it had the second best dinosaur fossil collection than the Smithsonian, right? That was how it was kind of built. 
and I took dinosaur, dinosaur museum science my senior year, and it was based in that museum. And we just studied the whole thing with all the dinosaur bones. And this place, this school was just like a, I don't know, just had this weird association. The guy left a bunch of money to build this dinosaur museum. And it was like super popular and we had access to it all the time. So I was just like constantly in the dinosaur, you know, I, to, the concept of dinosaurs being fake was never even a, an idea to me until I was probably like in my thirties, I think. So do you, were any Just of those bones being honest. real? I fucking don't do you know. know? Yeah. I mean, how would I know? How, real, honestly, really I just, I'm thinking really like, how would I know? I wouldn't know either. When I went They're to really the, I, so now I like try to stop into any random thing that's like dinosaur museum or whatever in Utah and they have like a lot of these places and every time I've stopped they're like they'll have like one little fragment they'll be like here's one part of a real bone the Smithsonian has the rest these are all plaster I'm like it's true they're all fucking plaster so I don't know also like could it have been whale bones or something because there's a lot of weird places where whales ended up because the then you have to have like a, a a dinosaur bone faking industrial complex and I'm just not willing to go there. <laughs> there is room like, in the budget, man. Point. How do you think we get to the debt ceiling, man? <laughs> you, you think just by, by paying somebody you know a, a million dollars for a nut and a bolt? No, we got to spend it on dumb shit. Look, Look I'm trying my, to fake some shit. <laughs> museum at my school would have these like month long summer peccary trips where you could sign up and go like go to these dinosaur fossil sites and and fucking dig yourself like and they would just dig for like a month and come back with crazy shit for the museum <laughs> and it had been going on for like forty years. See, so, I, they could be real. The, or the flat Earth creationists end up being yeah. right. <laughs> the question should have been is like why has this how, why has these bones not turned to oil yet? That should have been the <laughs> yes. real question. Come on, okay? Because they make money from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. can I turn these bones into oil? Can I do this? I mean, right. I mean yeah. hey, it's getting expensive <laughs> out there. I mean, that's what that's, that's, that's the whole <clears throat> premise there. So. Well, okay, this is really important actually that we cover this. This was some. I don't know, trans story time hour thing. I'm not sure where. I was in Ohio, in Wadsworth, Ohio the other day. Uh, and so the Proud Boys were there and they were protesting the trans story hour. And I think somewhat politely just registering their dissent. But all of these people in the exact same outfit hiding their faces came out as Nazis, neo-Nazis, um, and started screaming racial slurs and that white lives matter and that pedophiles get the rope. That part I actually agree with. Um, and making it seem like anyone who opposed Storytime Hour with trans people is a Nazi. Uh, so just like always, who do, who do we think these people are who have matching outfits and are in the exact same uniform? Uh, I wouldn't know. Government. But like regular people are going to once again be like, see, Nazis are everywhere. They're everywhere and they hate gay people and they hate trans people. And anyone who doesn't use the right pronouns and love trans bathrooms and whatever is a Nazi. Again. <laughs> well, if they had a trans bathroom, you'd be like, okay, but damn, it's the, all the dudes want to go in the women's bathroom and peek up underneath the stall That's while true. some other woman's on the toilet. It's like, what well, are you doing? All bathrooms. Oh, I just, I dropped bathrooms. something. This is I straight out something. of yeah. Saul Alinsky's book, Rules for Radicals. Dress yeah. up like, go, you know, dress up like a bunch of clan members and go in support of the candidate that you want to destroy. Yeah. 
it's it's just like it's out of the textbook. And all these regular I, I people would say, are like fighting with them, and I'm like, don't fight with the feds. Just ignore them, but they don't know they're feds. Written by a guy who whose biggest supporters are Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. That's the tactic <laughs> that comes out of the crazy left. Is this Solinsky playbook, and they're just working right down, just step by step. So, like, it's pretty obvious who's kind of behind this. Lewinsky, like Monica. Or is that just chance? Saul Alinsky. Al- <laughs> oh, Alinsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just checking. Lewinsky. <laughs> well, someone I just—I mean, maybe Cheney said this the other day, or some or something on Twitter, maybe even today. But she was like, "Oh, you think Monica Lewinsky wasn't in on it? Like that was all just to take the heat off of the pedophilia stuff." I was like, "Ooh, spicy take. Maybe." Okay. Yeah. I'm listening. Oh, so she sucked one for the home tank. Yeah. Or, or didn't I mean. even suck anything. It was just like, yeah, I'll pretend to have oh. gotten cummed on or whatever. Like, <laughs> Cause, damn. Cause the, I mean. And this was, I was like, why though? But then <laughs> Cheney made this point. She said, who, what, like, Bonalinski's the only person the Clintons didn't kill? And I was like, hmm, that is a good point, right? I mean, their kill list's pretty long. Why would hey, they? Uh, turbulence yeah. happens to kill a lot of people. One person on a plane, and everyone <laughs> yeah. else is fine. Did you see that? No. Oh, the turbulence killed one. Which person? is more egregious, the turbulence or the, the the hanging with the shotgun thirty feet away? What? Who? Uh, Somebody just died. One of the Clinton. What was? I want to get it right. Who she was, was that? former Clinton lawyer? Former a former Clinton lawyer. lawyer just died in an airplane accident from turbulence, and no one else did. And no, no one, one else, else did. did. Wow. I, I wonder if the turbulence included a baseball bat to the head in a private blunt jet. force trauma, a tur- turbulent blunt force trauma. And everyone Good else. Lord. What do you do when you get on an airplane, you're 30,000 feet, and you realize that you're about to be a victim of the Clintons? Yeah. Repent. You don't hesitate to have that second cocktail, I tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, you just sit back. You just lay back. Like, well, guys, <laughs> this is it. Hey, you might as well hey, – some chick walked by, must well slap her on the ass. Hey, I'm just getting it all in. This is it for me. So, I mean, I'm going I'm out just, swinging. I'm, hey, I'm getting it all in while I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> this turbulence is about to kill me right here in about five minutes. These people are are <laughs> legit serial killers. The Clintons are no joke. Man. Now, I thought that was funny. Like, and I think I mentioned this before, but like when Vince Foster got killed, he was obviously murdered. There was no blood at the scene or nothing like that. When he got killed, um, there was a copy of Jack Valenti's book in his back seat of his car. Not an accident. Strange, huh? I wonder how many people who got killed for the Clintons. Have a copy of Jack Valenti's books left at the crime scene. It's I like wonder a, if that was a thing. Yeah, because it's like a different calling card. What's, OAMO. That's the MO. Yeah. Because what's the one that the Patsies have? It's the JD Salinger book. Jesus Christ. Oh, Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, Catcher in the Rye. It's like they have different books yeah, yeah, for like it's, different it's a, signals. It's like a Tavistock signal to each other. Like, exactly. this is an op. <laughs> Exactly. This is an operation. That's right. Well, you know. this is bad. Well, I got yeah. nothing else. You guys got anything else you want to throw into the hat? No. I think I'm goose. All right. Batten down the hatches. Get your money out of the banks, people. Um. Yeah, for real. 
I am for really real. Yeah, get you, get your thirty bucks out. Get your thirty get bucks your 30 out. Thirty bucks out. Yeah, party. Yeah, get you get get your twenty five cent out, but it's just bad. I'm, Thank you to all I'm of pretty the sure people, people who all the gun store <laughs> owners and gun uh, experts out there that emailed the show via me over the last week that volunteered their services. I appreciate it. I yes, clearly I don't know, know. I know nothing. I don't proclaim to know anything, but I'm interested to know more. I appreciate I don't know how to build an AR. That. So if you want to build me an AR, we can talk about it. So listen, man, Corey's a, Corey's but, a customer for sure. Yeah. I've and got, you guys reach I've out got, to him. You guys work yeah, it out. Where, where I work at, because of course I'm in North Carolina, there ain't nothing but guys that build ARs. Like my whole shop. Whole shop bills, they all. That's what they do. <laughs> Lindsay, we talked I mean, about it, guns in the last episode. Ah, we wound up yeah. on a gun gun tangent for like forty five minutes, and I got I got a ton of emails about it from people just that were so nice and were volunteering to like give me any sort of information or sort of you know because I know yeah. I don't know. I'm watching like That's tons awesome. of videos of guys who like test these guns and like I swear to God, it seems like three quarters of all guns out there are just junk. So it's kind of tough to kind of pick out the ones that are good. I, yeah, man. I think it pays to know what to buy, right? It's sort of helpful to not, like you said, yeah. you, you you just, you don't want it to break when you need mm-hmm. it. So like it absolutely positively has I'm to work. I'm Jones for so. that Smith & Wesson like bullpup shotgun. That thing was oh, so geez. badass. <laughs> oh, God. I have, I have a gun that everybody wants. Uh, on accident, I have like one of the best guns you can get for my nine millimeter. Yeah. My twenty two is just a nice little steady, whatever. I don't think anyone cares about it, but um, but it's a good gun. And then I still need to get a rifle. But I just found out I already have one uh, from my father who died when I was young. So it just is not in this state currently, <laughs> but it will be. Well, the number the yeah the number one thing. Uh, as far as gun, if you're going to be concerned about it working, not working, you just give her, get a revolver. It's going to work. It turns, boom, that's it. There's no, there's no safety. Revolver, yep, that's when you pull the trigger, it's going to go off. So that'll be Someone it. was saying, too, and I didn't know this, that when you first buy it, you should clean it before you even use it. Mm-hmm. I did, definitely did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I, guess I would have assumed it would be as clean as it's going to get. That's what I thought. Frankly, I was like, this is brand new. That's what I would think. Yeah. But again, I don't know anything. So. Oh, people are saying. Yeah. The, the yeah the clean the cleaning of. I mean, you you have to be shooting a ton. Like you have to be shooting a ton to really have to do, do any type of regular cleaning on it. See, someone uh, and someone said you should clean it every <laughs> single time you use it. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be I able would. to do that. I mean, if you're, I if you're a, I'm sorry, it's going to work. I mean, if your gun is any good, it's, it should work even filthy. So, um, yeah. well, I mean, that's if you're shooting a lot, though. I mean, so if you're talking about cleaning every time you use it, so if you shoot four times a year, you know, but I mean, if you're out there shooting, you know, monthly, twice a month, three times a month, some people do that. I mean, some people put a thousand rounds out. That's an expensive habit. Or more. Or I should say, practice. Uh, well, bullets will start. Yeah, well, bullets have started to come down now uh, compared to what they were back in mm-hmm. 2020 when we had that bullet that race, and they started to come back down to a reasonable price. But I had people at the academy, they'd be waiting in a line. There'd be 200 people waiting in a line where I was at waiting to get bullets. And it, there was wow. days that they dropped. There were days that they dropped in my area. People <laughs> were out there standing, waiting in line. 
waiting for Academy to open. Dude, that's listen, the place they could get bullets. That sounds like some investment advice. <laughs> if yeah, I didn't see. know any better, get some bullets. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is what we're doing. yeah, and this is really cool. There's a range down here that is run by retired veterans, or you know, it's it's not connected to the base here, but it's right next to it, and it's people who have retired, and um, they have really want normal people to know how to protect themselves and use guns. So they're super nice. So like, there's always going to be a place like this wherever you're at. So if you want to get good training from people who you can trust, you can go to places like this and they'll just, they'll teach you anything you want to know for free. Like they'll spend hours but with you. And I, I also want to learn to shoot a crossbow. Cause the idea of shooting a flaming arrow into somebody just fucking is awesome. Well, I will say the number one thing, um, as far as with your gun, have a holster. Don't be sticking the shit in your fucking back pocket. And you, that's a good way because if you get in a pinch, you're going to put your finger on the trigger immediately and you're going to shoot yourself. That's what's going to happen. So uh, have a holster. Have a holster. If it's at the house, yeah. have a holster. It's so funny because I've been looking <laughs> late at night. I've been on like all these different sites. Like I've been assembling in my mind this like amazing tactical vest that's got everything I need my flashlights and fucking three guns and fucking a foldable carbine on the back. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. so like when the cops come, I can just throw the fucking thing on and be, be in the wind. <laughs> they know exactly what they're up against, too. They're monitoring your purchases. Like, I ain't worried about burglars. I'm worried about the fucking man coming for us. So. That's what I'm saying. The, the man is, is monitoring your purchases. They know exactly what they're up against before they send that robot drone in there with a bomb. Yeah, with a bomb. yeah, I was pricing shit on Amazon, and I threw a whole bunch of shit in a shopping cart, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, that doesn't look too good. And I said it to Charlie and it was like fucking axes and fucking, you know, shit to cover your face <laughs> up. And <laughs> Yeah. And I told totally him you should add garbage list. bags and shovels, uh, zip ties, that, zip ties. That, that spray that shows be, where the blood is. If you actually did that, would they fucking send Luminol. the feds out? Yeah, really like, I, I want to uh, do that as like a channel, like have a channel where all you do is like push the limits and see what you can do to get the cops to show up at your house. <laughs> Oh, well, no, well, no, well, no, it won't, it won't happen because we had that recent, the recent uh, murder case where the guy murdered, uh, I don't know if it was his wife or whatever, but then like during the case, they were like, uh, sir, did you purchase, uh, you know, <laughs> such and such to uh, dissolve a body, uh, eight trash bags, a hatchet, and all, did you purchase all this on the same day? It's like, what me? I mean, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't purchase anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hackers, they get a hold of your car. They buy shit. It happens to get sent to my house. And I'm like, hey, what's this? I opened my I didn't purchase this. <laughs> but I can't put it to use. <laughs> so I know the, AT, yeah. um, the ATF will show up at your fucking house the day after a purchase and ask you about it. Yeah, why'd you, why'd you buy that gun? Like, that's happened. Like, I've seen videos of posted on YouTube of people showing up at people's house, the ATF showing up at people's houses going, hey, yeah, we saw that you bought this gun yesterday. What, what do you need a gun for? What do you need uh, to ask? I'm not answering That's why. any questions. Yeah. I don't answer hey. questions. Get off my property. Right. Click. No trespassing. <laughs> some, uh, you know, just I, So the, on that one in particular, that was pretty interesting because I guess there are things that you can buy that are illegal that once you buy them, if you modify them, become illegal. Mm-hmm. So the ATF went on to a bunch hmm. of people's houses who bought this thing legally to ensure that they weren't going to make it illegal. To threaten them, to like, bully them. And right. Threaten them into Pretty much. Maybe not. Pretty much. Huh. So you're not going to modify that. You said, of course not. <laughs> 
I don't modify anything. It's like, what's wrong the, with your face? The it's TikTok like, oh, I, got, I got a problem. I got a problem. But, um, but yeah, I got a bunch of emails that basically said, like, don't buy uh, AR, build one. And so now I'm going to have to start looking into that because uh, that's, that, that can be pretty complex. That's just more uh, fun. I have, I've, I mean, I've broken down an AR, but I've never, like, built one from scratch before. So you need to find you a guy in your area. That's, I mean, that's just bottom line. I'm you the guy. To, need... I just got to learn how to do it. I said to find a guy, man. God damn it. <laughs> Yo, ass. My goodness, man. I said find a guy. I mean... <laughs> also, if you're a lady out there and you get your concealed carry license, they have really cute purses for concealed carry. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, you look, what's, what's, what's key is that you don't have to be a good shot because most of the time it'll be within a few feet. You, you know, you just. And it's not hard it's just... to be a good shot if you just practice. I mean, it's it's a skill. He's got to practice. Yeah, yeah. Most, most. You see, our problem is, is that we watch movies and stuff, and so people roll over stuff. And they want to like shoot. do that's, it that's sideways it, with one hand. Yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah, that's not the stance. way it really works. <laughs> yeah. Most confrontations are are like in within melee range, and so like like your accuracy, unless you're like blind. I mean, you, you could be like non-accurate. I mean, this is a big target. <laughs> you just you put up against some pal, and and look. For for ladies, a lot of times twenty twos is your best route because they're lighter. They don't have a whole lot of kick. Now I know what folks are like man twenty two. What are they gonna do? Uh, it's gonna kill somebody. Yeah. That's what people get killed by the most in the U.S. Yeah. That's, I mean that's that's what I have. It's apparently so, worse uh, because it like bounces yeah. around inside. Yeah, of you. ricochets. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah, ricochets. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so the twenty. The, so when people say, "Oh man, all oh, you guys are a little twenty two. Well, when I shoot you with it, you know what I'm You'll saying? Die. It's going to be a different story. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So so the 22s are, are usually feasible, especially for smaller ladies, because sometimes nines and stuff, sometimes, sometimes those guns are a little bit too heavy uh, to handle. Um, you have to, so, you have to so work 22s out a are usually bit. the range. Yeah, 22s or, or revolvers, that way, they're, they're a little bit lighter usually. Uh, point and pull, you know, you ain't got to worry about cocking back. It's is the uh, is the safety off all they could say? But yeah, that's the that's a very good point. I did shoot a twenty two rifle though, and it felt like I was shooting a toy. So I feel like that's too small. Well, a twenty. Yeah. Well, if you're firing like a two two three round, that's like specifically small because it penetrate will penetrate armor. So ah. yeah, the twenty twos are just fun to shoot. Yeah, because you can just you can just you, there's no recoil. You just let off. Yeah, you squeeze. You just squeeze. I was surprised. Eight, I was nine, expecting to like be shot back. Yeah, no, not even. Yeah, yeah. Your guns that handle the best are actually your larger guns, but they don't make sense for concealed carry. So, yeah. so that's what the whole the whole premise is. Usually, a thirty eight twenty two something like that is usually your best bet uh, on the female side. Now we're gonna have to do a meetup at a shooting range and get video. For day zero yeah. special edition someday, <laughs> but until that day, I guess we'll call it a day. And uh, yeah, tell them where to find you, X Cubed. X Cubed all over the place. New to Bitchy uh, Odyssey Rumble uh, for serious stuff. X Cubed four twenty presents on YouTube uh, for movie reviews and other shenanigans. Uh, some white, some not. And then, uh, <laughs> and then inside the cube and showtime with the cube podcast platforms, go check those out. Awesome. What about you, Charlie? Macroaggressions just put out an episode today with Jimmy Jean. We're talking about the surveillance state of America. Check that out. Um, you can find me on Twitter at macroaggression and on Rockfin. Awesome. Corey. So 
I'm quitting everything, and I'm just no, going to be a video game streamer <laughs> from now on. And that's what I'm doing, starting in one hour and three minutes. Dude, you should do stream yourself playing like those Kennedy shooter games. I did last week, but the, I screwed up on the settings, and so it didn't come out good. So I'm going to have to redo it. But um, that, so I that's started a niche. Since I spend most of my nights playing video games, I str- I said, fuck it. I'm going to start streaming my video games just for the hell of it. And I've been getting like 200 people watching me fucking play video games. And I haven't even even like no commentary, no promotion, no nothing. Just a bunch of losers those people are awesome. watching video games. <laughs> well, no, those people are fantastic. I know you said you didn't want to so, talk politics during that, but I bet people would love it if you were talking about like JFK and shit. I know. So, but oh, um, you, no, you would be like that guy. There's a guy named Destiny. And like he actually. That's his name, but he's got a weird situation. He's like Does he bisexual. Dance down at the strip club? Well, he's bisexual. Him? Yeah, well, he's, he's quote unquote he's bisexual, and his wife, his wife does other men and and all that other stuff. Okay. Just like wow, yeah, yeah. So he's he's a really weird dude, but he gets up there and he kind of debates people and talks politics and world stuff but while he's, streaming he's, video games. Yep, while streaming video That's games, cool. and he became wildly popular millionaire. Corey, there's a yep. niche. You talk so. some JFK smack while you're uh, playing video games. I'm telling you, but you I find watch. That people who stream video games make a whole lot more money than us, and so the, the, you should start doing it. Um, uh, in one hour on Rumble on my channel, uh, Rage Quit Redemption is my video game channel, and so tune in there, subscribe, and I'll be on there in exactly one hour. We're raiding the Maw of Lorcash tonight in Elder Scrolls. So that um name that handle is pretty awesome i am Lindsay sharman and you can find me right here on rockfin at rogue ways you can also find me on every podcast three times a week i do a show and tonight i'm gonna have a, a very awesome person we're gonna talk about the gift ecology uh and how to um how did he put it hospice the world through uh the collapse of empire and I love that concept. That's very well said. Wow. So if you want to join us tonight, we'll be here live at 9 p.m. Eastern every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And we will be back next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern here on day zero. So see you guys there. Bye-bye. Let on. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.